The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is, well, on, on the readout on your device that you're listening to, it says Tom Effery. But really, the name of the episode is Tom Fuckery. You just you can't put that stuff out there in the systems. They, you know, iTunes will kick that right to the curb. You know what I mean? Anyway, so uh, welcome to Tom Fuckery, and it's uh, the name of the episode. Lot happening in this episode. First, I'm going to warn you: you got to stay till the end. Jimmy has brought a boatload of celebrities for you. We've got the casts and uh, makers of Tag, the movie Tag. So you've got Ed Helms, Jeremy Renner, John Hamm. I mean, a whole bunch of people like that. And the cast and creators of Incredibles 2. So you got Sam Jackson. you got Holly Hunter, Craig T. Nelson. you got Catherine Keener, Brad Bird, and Ba Bodenkirk, one of my comedy heroes. Uh, so that's all at the end. We're going to review those two movies for you as well in this episode. And this is our Deadpool 2 Deep Dive segment uh, also coming up. So if you haven't seen Deadpool 2... We'll give you plenty of war- warning before we start talking about it, but uh, we're going to go in-depth in that uh, in that movie. Uh, and so if you haven't seen it, go see it now. Press pause. All right, let's begin. <clears throat> uh, yes, the name of the episode. Oh, we, we got that. We got it taken care of. Oh, yes, we want to thank our sponsors who helped pay for the party, of course. Uh, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, open seven days a week. The hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more and the previous catalog for free. 2043 East 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, I want to thank, uh, uh, of course, our friends at Cabin Fever. Great selection of action figures, toys, lunch boxes, and duckies. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South 700 East, Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. And the Twin Sons Cafe. Our friend Chef Daniel has opened up his own place. He's serving breakfast and lunch every day but Tuesday. The food is uh, Americana with a Southwest Mexican influence. He can accommodate all sorts of diets. He just wants to serve you a good, wholesome meal. He's a good guy, too. 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake City for the Twin Sons Cafe. Black Velvet Boutique still with us. <laughs> Thank you, Don and Leah. They're at uh, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, blackvelvetboutique.com. It's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique. Also, Haster Games. If you're a gamer, you know, like uh, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, you're going to love Haster Games. They're located at 6831 South State. It's a great place to stay and play. That's at 6831 South State in Salt Lake City. Also, the Park City Culinary Institute in Salt Lake City. Uh, you can train to cook and bake with master chefs who have opened Michelin star restaurants, cooked for James Beard Foundation, have been featured on Food Network. You can learn about their four. Eight- and 12-week programs. Financing is available on approved credit. You can also use the GI Bill. So uh, for more information, go to ParkCityCulinaryInstitute.com. All right, let's get to the episode in just a moment. Please to enjoy. 
If you love to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. The Park City Culinary Institute in Salt Lake City is a school unlike any school in Utah. You will train to cook and bake with master chefs who have opened Michelin star restaurants, cooked for the James Beard Foundation, and have been featured on the Food Network. Anybody can attend culinary school. It's not just professional chefs. It's perfect for career changers, retirees, entrepreneurs. Or maybe you're just passionate about food. Or maybe you're already working in the culinary industry and would like to upgrade your skills and knowledge. Park City Culinary Institute's program in Salt Lake City might be for you. They make it that easy. Learn more about their 4, 8, and 12-week programs. Financing is available on approved credit, and you can even use the GI Bill. You're going to make new friends. There's a lot of networking opportunities. To learn more or apply today, visit ParkCityCulinaryInstitute.com and mention X96, you know, the station I work for, when you enroll and you'll receive an all-clad pot valued at $200. Park City Culinary Institute in Salt Lake City at 1484 South State Street or go to ParkCityCulinaryInstitute.com. And welcome back to the basement. I feel like I never left. (laughs) He feels like he never left. He's Shannon Barnson. I'm free. Oh, that's right. You are this week. Yeah. He looks 20 years younger. Food tastes better. I thought he'd still be in hibernation mode. Wet water's wetter. The (laughs) snozberries taste like snozberries. That's great. I hope you're having fun with your shitty kids, people. Oh, oh my God. Oh, man. Dang. Oh, man. What? what did I say? He's not, uh, not pulling any sneeze. No Your punches. turn. Uh. Tag. You're it. He's not pulling any punches today. Hey, I, how got, about, how about I every, got them longer. How about every six weeks you show up and tell them what they're doing wrong with their kids? Call it a... An intervention? No, call it a teacher-parent Teacher-parent, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're doing wrong. Okay, Everything. I just got to talk to you about this. Yeah. Well, now, uh, all, now all you have is a uh, pub quiz. Yeah, that's that's Wednesday nights, Carrie. Yeah. Lucky 13. Great goddamn place. You're, you're out on the patio by now, Out I'm sure. on the patio. We were on the patio <laughs> last pub quiz, and it fucking started raining shit. We didn't care. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you can't that. stop us. No. Remember the one time that the... Um, the heating canisters, the old heating canisters they had, blew up. Yeah, yeah, they were like, I'm <laughs> fucking almost burnt the place down. Really? No, yeah. yeah. like, we're but they still, got better ones. Now. We're still I was like four feet from it. <laughs> wow. They opened nice. up a second location. Did you know that? Really? Hmm. Where? Do you know where? I don't know where it's at, but it's going to be, it will not have, this is a bar on it. It's going to have, this is a restaurant. So you're going to be able to take your great kids. Well, that law has been overturned. Has yeah, but like the, the, it's gonna be more well, of a restaurant. They'll be able to t- you'll be able to take your great, just wonderful kids. Oh well, then I'll continue to go to the yeah, original. Yeah, so go location. to the good one. <laughs> yeah, I think um, it's called Lucky Redwood Road. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Wednesday nights, eight p.m. It's fun. All right, I ask questions, fucking answer them. <laughs> I do my best, but actually, Dylan who does it. So. <laughs> he does his best. I knew that's what you were gonna say, Kerry <laughs> Jackson. He's Jimmy Martin. Hello, watch me on KSL, Big Movie Mouth, Thought, Free Being Slug, Geek Show, and Mediocre. Stay to the end of this episode, because I think there's a lot. Oh? Yeah. So I know I've got, speaking of tag, you're it. 
uh, all the tag interviews, one of the manliest rooms I've ever done. Ed Helms, Jeremy Renner, and John Hamm. The same room. Yeah. Jimmy, uh, that smelled good. Jimmy Martin needs to announce that after that event, he is now pregnant. I'm pregnant. Oh. He is pregnant. I will name him me. <laughs> hey, me, come here. Hey, me, uh, come here. No, it's them. Uh, me, Le- Junior. Leslie Bibb, Isla Fisher. Uh, oh, I like Isla Fisher. Ugly. Han- ugly and ugly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hannibal Burris. Funny. Oh, dude. Super nice, too. Really good. And I told him, uh, what do you call it? I said, my friend Jay says that you shouldn't have a, have to pay for a drink ever again. <laughs> uh, and he was partnered with, I think his name is Jake Jackson, the guy from New Girl. Jake oh, Johansson? No, I think the guy that plays Nick on New Girl. Yeah, very yeah. funny. Yeah, he's yeah. way funny. Very funny, funny uh, improv uh, background. And then, I, as we record this, I have not done this trip yet, but it comes out this week, is The Incredibles 2. Oh. So, uh, are you going to interview? We're going to see that this week. Craig T. Nelson, yeah, you're Holly Hunter, Coach. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh. Gosh, uh, have, cool. you, have you done him yet? No, because I'm going to oh. make him say motherfucker after every answer I ask. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to be able to play that on KSL. <laughs> Probably yes, not. Yes. <laughs> so, Craig, Craig T. Nelson, why are you such a right-wing asshole? Why is, is he? that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Real bad. Yep. He's the coach. Yep. And Bob Odenkirk. Oh, Bob. Oh, nice. I love Bob. Yeah. I hope he's mean to you. Not Bob. because I want you to have somebody mean to you, just because I love yeah. it when Odenkirk's Have you met Bob Odenkirk yet? I met him at a Craig's Choice Awards Was he time. nice? Huh. Yeah. Bob oh, is, yeah. is a great guy. I love Bob Odenkirk. He's terrific. Are you okay? I don't Bob, know. I think the, I think you guys, I think the boss is having a stroke. It's Bob Bodenkirk. That's He's a sheep. Isn't that his name? No. All right. Anyway. What's his favorite word? God damn it! That's a good word. <laughs> That's his favorite swear. <laughs> That's a good word. And nobody can say it like Bob Bodenkirk. No, nobody at all. I think he's having a stroke. Do you smell toast, Carrie? He's wondering if I smell toast. <laughs> I'm concerned for your health. He's Quad T. He's the designated driver and producer of the program. Hey. Hi. Check me, out, check me out on Twitter, at Quad T Tony. Always here on The Geek Show or every other week on The Gadget Spot with Jaron Owen and a secret special guest. That's that's all I got. I'm still secret trying to, and special? Yeah. I'm still trying to grow my beard back. He's trying. He's working on it. <laughs> How do you do that? You can I'm squeezing. Go, mm. <laughs> I hear there's a Scottish company that takes pubic hair and sews it into beards. <laughs> oh, I wonder if I can just reuse my old hair. Yeah. Get your Merkin it's too re- late. Your Merkin reclamation project. Your wife's pretty uh, talented. She could probably yeah. weave it somehow or She'd sew like, it. Uh, you get chin plugs. So yeah. um, I thought you donated it. Watch it. Hey, cancer patient, can I have that back? He yeah, lied give me, about give me that. That's my hair. That's so my, any, um, my hair. Any of our uh, red-haired uh, listeners, if you could, if Paul. you could, if you could uh, uh, shave off your pubic hair yeah. and send it, what's your address? Send it to, send it to uh, 123 Fake Street. Okay. Yeah, send it to 123 <laughs> Fake Street. Sounds legit. He gets so much chunk mail, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Yep. <laughs> That's a really unfortunate address. <laughs> it's 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Send it Send there. Send all your pubic hair there. Could oh, you God. imagine? I imagine Why would we get all these red-haired pubic... He'd probably just eat them. <laughs> it would be Ma, his, it's Christmas again. His, nom, 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 his interns This just is the greatest present it. I've ever got. That's what he makes his spray... Somebody get me some ranch dressing. I'm going to eat this big pile of red pubic hair. That's what he makes his spray tan out of, his red pubic hair. <laughs> I'm going to stuff my mattress full of this pubic hair. <laughs> With my dad's clan robes. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Lee George Cade, everyone. I don't have any clan robes. No. Hey, I, I figured out how to become explosively successful in business. <laughs> oh, good. So, so I've got this shop. 
the vegan agenda, right? Where we sell our jerky and frozen burritos yeah. and snack cakes. I'm bringing back the sponge monkeys. I, I think they're, they got to be available. And if they're not... He's the George King! <laughs> exactly! And he makes vegan jerky. Go oh, eat this crap. He's the George Cade. No, What's so a sponge monkey? It's a Quiznos thing from when you were two. Oh, those were the advertising things were called sponge monkeys? Yeah, it was the end of Quiznos as we know it. So I'm pretty sure I can bring it back and make it successful. I find that we love the moon. Everyone's well. Make the kids watch it. They just go... What, the what? I don't know what that was, but I really liked it. So here, here's the thing. <laughs> Everyone says that it was that ad campaign that killed Quiznos. I don't believe that. I started going there because of that right. ad campaign. And plus, you know, back when I ate cheese, the, the toasted sub with the melted cheese was oh. fantastic. Oh, so yeah. Are they uh, done? Done? You know, but, uh, but we do have uh, we do have a thing going on right now. If you use the code word Geek Show says hey on our Etsy shop, oh. uh, Fresh Vegan Foods, we'll give you 10% off your order. And uh, actually, a certain, sh- certain size of order will do the free shipping. And, What's uh, that size? I like five bags or more. Oh, nice. And I actually write a little note to everybody who orders. Aww. I say things like, hey, Geek Show, or hey, you're awesome. Thanks. My name's Lee. It's pretty cool. I've got plenty of 10th anniversary <laughs> posters you could send to I them. could put them in there. That wouldn't make it an oversized package or increase the cost of my shipping at all. All right. I'll give them to you. All right. <laughs> Sounds great. All right. Uh, hey, we have a host. Oh, our what? host. Yep. We've got the toast. <laughs> Did you say we've got the toast? We've got the toast. <laughs> I smell the toast. I smell it. Yeah. We've Bob got this toast brought to you by Cross Rocket. <laughs> it's it's Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. Uh, also, don't forget our uh, friends uh, Andy Wilson, Dr. Paul White, and Travis the Pyman Johnson have put together geekshowpodcastarchive.com. Mm. It is a fan site. They have gathered all of the episodes that we've ever done. I don't think they're missing any. No. If they're if they are, they haven't told me. Well, they're There's missing one because one it episode. never actually got recorded. Yes, the the lost episode from I think it was Comic Con, Comic Con 2016, and yeah. that, or something like that. And the we, very best episode we ever recorded. And we don't have that. <laughs> I don't have it. No. Yeah. Because yeah. it did get destroyed or something. The uh, the, the board oh, wasn't working or the something. The board was terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We had sound yep. problems. Okay. And uh, I, I hear their entire endeavor is brought to you by Cross Rocket. Yes. <laughs> so if anybody has that, maybe you recorded it on your phone. I don't know. Yes, if you that was the that. one with the laughing lady. Sen- oh, that's right. Oh, mm-hmm. God, I love that. Mm-hmm. She was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Every time that makes me laugh when we do a live episode when you hear a baby crying in the background. I know, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, shit. What are you doing? Well, the worst parents in the world are here. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> and, uh, anyway. My parents let me listen to Carlin when I was seven. Oh, really? people criticized me for that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just learned how to say fuck pears. <laughs> pa- pears? I like pears. I did a Carlin routine in uh, sixth grade for show and tell. Yeah? I did, I did Cosby. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back, it was a bad choice. I was at the roofie or the joke? At the time, <laughs> at the time, it wasn't bad. At the time, it was okay. Yeah. He was still, all right. You see? So if I could go back in time. Uh, let's yeah, see. The only things that he was forcefully eating were uh, pudding pops. In the <laughs> Can we not? <laughs> you put the pills well, in the people. You put the land they go to sleep. People don't <laughs> like the pills in the people. Sorry, that's Tina Fey's joke. It's a good joke. She was she's hilarious when she did it. Um, All right, where do I begin? Um, Do you want to trace Marty's? 
I don't know what to do with my building materials. Yeah, what are you going to do I with the millions, Marty's? Now you need to start over. I'm going to just um, put my. How hands high on. can you go? Just one stack. Oh, good plan. <laughs> <laughs> just he needs a little direction. He'll be fine for a few moments now. Uh, you remember back a while? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. You remember back a while ago that uh, DC did these DC DC. <laughs> You DC with the Jello. Yeah, the, the joke. They did. The, they ah. did. Uh, DC Comics did uh, these Looney Tunes crossover yeah. issues. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're doing some more. And there was and there was a really good one that was Batman and Elmer Fudd, yeah. which uh, Tim King wrote. But there was Wonder Woman and the Tasmanian Devil, Jonah Hex meets Yosemite Sam. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, that's that's the kind of thing they were doing. They're doing some more. Who do they got and, now? And Gail Simone's writing one of them, and she's so excited. Yes, uh, there'll be four issues. They will be available August 29th, so you can go uh, down to Dr. Volt's, pick them up. Here's number one. Number one. Catwoman, Tweety, and Sylvester special. And that's the one that Gail Simone's mm. writing. By Gail mm. Simone. Mm. I, and uh, by the way, I've heard her Plastic Man miniseries that she's doing is fucking fantastic. That's what I hear, yeah. yeah. Here's, the, here's the plot. In his relentless pursuit of Tweety, Sylvester suddenly finds himself with a new human ally... Catwoman. Tweety then realizes he's going to need some help too and recruits a superhero of his own. Dove? Black Canary. Oh. Okay. Oh, get it? That's good. It yeah. isn't too long before the scale of the conflict begins to get out of control and suddenly there's a full scale war between cats and birds that threatens to take over all of Gotham. <laughs> oh, well. Because, you know, Catwoman, she could summon an army of cats, yeah. right? Right. All right. There we go. I get it. The next one, this is kind of a deep dive because not many people know the name of this character when I say it. I do. The Harley Quinn Gossamer special number one. I've heard of Harley oh, Quinn. No, Gossamer. No, Gossamer. Do you oh. remember Gossamer? <laughs> He's the hairy orange guy. He's yeah. the big hairy orange monster. Uh-huh. Oh, that doesn't have a head, but he well, has a face kind of a, in his shoulders? Yeah, yeah, he has a face and shoulders, and he's got the monsters are such interesting people. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that, I've got a watch with Gossamer on it, actually. Um, and that is uh, written by uh, Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor. Oh, the, the old Harley Quinn team. Yes. Uh, a violent storm leaves a crate washed up on the beach at Coney Island. When Harley breaks it open to see what's inside, she suddenly has a new playmate to add to her cast of friends, a large furry orange beast called Gossamer. It's all fun and games until a giant robot attacks, as you, you know. I fucking hate that. But who sent it? Harley immediately suspects that only one man, but is the Joker really behind this destructive rampage? Hmm. So I think it was the creeper. There's that one. <laughs> the creeper. Uh, the next you, one. The next one. This is interesting uh, because uh, the Joker and Daffy Duck. <laughs> no, that actually fits really well. Uh, Especially considering Daffy Duck is so much more sinister than uh-huh. the Joker. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Written by Scott Lobdell. Uh, backup story uh, in there as well. When Daffy Duck pays a call to the Acme corporate headquarters in Gotham City... Because that's where it's at. He finds <laughs> he finds the company long gone and their abandoned building now occupied by the Joker. With a hit in progress, Daffy tries to sneak away, only to find himself in the clutches of the cl- uh, Clown Prince of Crime. But Joker decides that there's some potential in this manic bird and forces Daffy to join his gang. <laughs> will he find a way to escape, or will he become the Joker's new right-hand duck? 
<laughs> I wonder if he'll shoot his buck, uh, Bill off. I hope so. Where's I hope it spins rest? around his yeah. head. Yeah. Yep. Duck season. You're <laughs> despicable. Yes. Wabbit season. And then finally, this one. This one I'm curious about. <laughs> The Lex Luthor Porky Pig special. I did you what? see that cover? Well, they're both bald. Yeah, the Same art. Dude. The, the art is pretty sinister. The cover's scary looking. Yeah, written by uh, Mark Russell. Uh, facing financial and personal ruin, a desperate Porky Pig applies for and gets an entry level position with LexCorp. <laughs> Grateful to his new benefactor, Porky becomes Luthor's most loyal employee and defender. But when a major scandal breaks in the news and Lex is called before a congressional committee, guess who is about to be offered up as the sacrificial pig? Now, is it now first of all, Mr. Luthor, am I to believe that you hired a pig? <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn's there? I say, I say. Yes. Now, do you think when, when Lex goes to that meeting, you think he's going to porky pig it? No pants? Yeah. Oh, I think he will, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have some sort of sex term. All right. All right. It is. I just think that that uh, Porky Pig story is a little too... Uh, too ref- prescient too re- modern times. It's too reflective of the times. <laughs> right. Um, what, because our president is basically Porky Pig with a goddamn wig on? No, he's sending people oh. in to be sacrificial pigs for him. Oh, he's Michael Cohen. He's Lex Michael Luther. Cohen. Exactly. I was going to say it's Michael Cohen. Michael who? Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, coming up later in this episode, we're going to do a... Uh, after the broken news, we're going to do a deep dive into Deadpool 2. Uh, It'll be yes. spoiler-filled. So spoiler-filled. And we'll talk about it. Uh, Everything I remember from watching it. Yes, so that's coming up after the broken news. Uh, stand by for that. Uh, so uh, we've got... Uh, Marvel is actually working on an Eternals movie. That is a real thing. Well, I think they should make it a short TV series. It'll be an Eternals TV series, and then it'll be canceled. And it'll be terrible, right? <laughs> just like the Inhumans. Well, it's because they fucked up. They should have just done an Inhumans movie. Which was the plan. And so that shitty. Because I was, I was talking to you the other day. I was yeah. like, it should have been like their Game of Thrones. It really should have been. You know what I mean? It should have been this sweeping, like, houses against each other kind of yeah, show. Yeah, for sure. Oh, what the fuck that thing was. I still did order a Lockjaw plush animal. Like, <laughs> I still bought the merchandise. And I hear good things about the Lockjaw comic that's out now. Well, why would it be good? It's fucking Lockjaw, bro. Yes. Uh, but they are working on the Eternals. Now, in the uh, comics lore, this is some... Uh, it was when Jack Kirby, 76, uh, during his uh, cosmic hero stage. His acid fa- stage. Yeah. Um, and I never really got into them. Uh, I read the latest series that was out, but that was like 10, over 10 years ago. See, he left Marvel in 1970 and went to DC, and he did New, New Gods, Gods, and they're working on a New Gods movie with Ava DuVernay. Mm. But uh, then he came back, and he it's created... Like, I want to do the New, God, the New Gods here, too. Yeah, it's essentially... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But it's uh, the Eternals uh, began the story... <laughs> Began millions of years ago when the cosmic beings known as the Celestials genetically experimented on humans, creating the super-powered and near-immortal beings and the more monstrous offshoot known as the Deviants. The Deviants! The two races moved behind the scenes throughout human history while engaging in a Game of Thrones-style cosmic power play. Well, there you go. They were like, ah, so that, you should have done that with the That is being worked on. They've got uh, two writers the working on it. The characters are so much cooler than the Eternal characters. I'm sorry. I, Which, who, they really fucked who's up. Who's from the Eternals? 
I'm exactly. trying to remember any yeah. of the characters. There's a guy that could fly. Is that the is that is it's that the team fly. that has the one dude in the red outfit with uh-huh. the pointy ears? Nah, Eros, maybe. I think, is what they call him or something like that. No, you're thinking of Star, Star Fox. Fox. Oh, I'm thinking he's of Star Fox. He's just got the power you're to right. easily rape people. Yeah, that, I remember reading some of his stuff going, what the heck? Yeah. yeah. Second, right? Weird. It's one of Cosby's favorite titles. You see? <laughs> see, my name is Star Foxy. Put the Star Fox in the pudding pop. <laughs> I say we have Ghost Dad versus Star Fox yeah. in the movie. Bah. Brought right. to you by Roll Hypnol. <laughs> Take a picture with Kodak Films. All right. (laughs) Add a smile. All right. Uh, And then there's this. This is a strange thing here. Um, Bloodshot. Anyone? Anyone? Hold on. I used to read that. Is it Image? Yes. Okay. Ah, fuck Image. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, I like a lot of Image comics. Because you were young and stupid. Well, Valiant. Valiant comics. I was going to say, I thought it was Valiant. Valiant comics. Not Image. Yes. Uh, Bloodshot. Bloodshot's the mercenary with nanobots in him, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bloodshot. Bloodshot is about a mortally wounded soldier resurrected with cutting edge nanotechnology. Yep. And it's task, so hot right now. Task with rounding up superpower outcasts known as Harbingers. 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 Hamburgers. hamburgers. <laughs> I'm out looking for hamburgers. I love that we both yelled hamburgers at the same time. Uh, let's see. Goddamn um, hamburgers! So it's underway. They've started casting. Uh, Isa Gonzalez from Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was great. Uh, Michael Sheen. He was great. Uh, Sam Hugan from Outlander. Are in talks to join star Vin Diesel. Is he going to play Bloodshot? Has Bloodshot. Of course. Uh, They got uh, Fast and Furious uh, producer uh, producing it. Uh, Dave Wilson, who is Deadpool director with Tim Miller's partner at Blur Studio, is attached to Helm. And Oscar-nominated screenwriter Eric Hessier, who wrote Arrival, which was really good. Is pending the screenplay. Hmm. I'm sure it'll win an Academy Award too. So several. It won't. I just pulled up pictures of the Eternals. Yes, don't, I don't recognize a single what one. A of bunch them. of dipshits. <laughs> the Eternals. It's interesting because their sequel comic was called The Dipshits. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do well. No. That's a, see. For some reason, there's a random power pack. Why don't they make a power power pack? TV show. Well, because they got to get uh, Fantastic Four back. Then they can make a power pack. Frank, oh, Frank. that's well. No, Franklin wasn't always part, but. Well, they probably would get him because the one older brother. Well, because his, si- his sister was was there, right? Well, she was in Power Pack for a while. Yeah, she was, wasn't she? And then she became well, not the original Power. The That's right like, hand of. Sorry, Doom. it's like one of my favorite old, <laughs> my favorite comics. Really? Lupo, oh, I loved it when I was like in the eighties. I loved it, and uh, Lupo actually gave me a the whole run. Somebody turned it in, and he's like. Oh, we'll never be able to sell this. Nobody wants <laughs> this. He gave me the Can whole. You? He gave me the whole like original run. Is it? And good I had still? a readathon. I had a readathon at the Sev for school start. And I was like, "You guys, I'm gonna bring in a bunch of comic books." You know who loves and, uh, Power Pack? Who? Uh, Anakin Skywalker fans. Huh? Same the character, Franklin Richards. Oh, I see. Anakin now Franklin Richards was not in the original Power Pack. It was the Power Family. Who are they? Four kids. Powers Booth. Does this <laughs> No, that's his first name. You fucking cocknobbler. Does this dad. hold up? Does it hold up today if you read it? Shannon, be honest. Kids liked it. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. What would an adult like it? 
an adult. Oh, I loved it. Every a minute. Ment- I just... A mentally stable adult. Well, you see. Probably not. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's such All a good right. idea for a like a cartoon or a oh, okay. series. It really is. All right. uh, we'll, what uh, the fuck? Carrie, it is. <laughs> just... I just think Lupo, Lupo saying, I can't sell it in the store. You but, want it? But by God, well, we're going to get a because, series. Because yeah. it's dated. Yeah. If they made it today, That's four true. kids, That's true. a family, uh, get superpowers from aliens. Isn't this just, and they're chased by these big fucking lizard it sounds, aliens. It sounds like the runaways. Well, no, it's, it's not like the fucking runaways. Because like they that, don't fucking run away. It sounds like that show that we got with the the guy who played the thing. Oh, no, Pope. it's not like that at all. No. Uh, it's oh, that, that show with chicklets. Listen to me. Uh, yeah, Michael Chicklets. The, the family that had powers. Yeah, yeah. That yeah no, like... but it, no, it's just the kids. It's oh. only the kids that get the powers. Okay. Well, that's boring. And I want to know the, more about the they parents. They have like these, this weird... And they're caught in the middle of a, a, a interdimensional, uh, like inner fucking species war from Star. Right. And they do have they, a cool man, spaceship. Do they go on and outer cool space powers. adventures? No ordinary family. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no ordinary it's family. It's not yeah. no ordinary family. That, Power Pack was good. That show was so guy. forgettable. It was so forgettable. Was that the prequel to his character on Gotham? <laughs> ah. Yeah, probably. Ah. There you go. Guys, look up Power Pack. It's fucking good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're not convincing anyone, Broken uh, Broken News is next, and then we'll uh, do a spoilery exploration of Deadpool 2. After After these messages, messages, we'll be right back. Power Pack! Well, let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection for the month of June 2018. Superstar writer Brian Michael Bendis has arrived at DC Comics and is launching a new Superman title, Man of Steel. What new threats will Superman face? Which of his old villains are waiting to strike? Be sure to pick up Man of Steel to find out. Marvel returns to business as usual with three new titles starring old favorites. Look out for the new Thor, Immortal Hulk, and Tony Stark, Iron Man. If you're a fan of these summer blockbuster movies, go on in and pick up stories featuring your favorite characters. Dr. Volts has a huge selection of graphic novels starring Deadpool, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Han Solo, you get it, a whole lot more. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. We'll see you next Wednesday, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients local. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. 
news welcome to it Woo! oh joining me for bro oh, the name of the episode we'll get back to it in a moment is well the name of the episode is actually tom fuckery <laughs> but i can't put that out you know on the on the web. platforms and stuff so it's tom effery okay out there but you know the episode is tom called. fuckery tom fuckery uh let's see uh start off with uh before we get to news oh uh jay shannon and jimmy have joined me for broken news yeah boom <laughs> first with a letter letters sometimes we get letters and then we answer them uh let's see hey guys sorry i'm late with my email about how awesome you are well <laughs> well thanks where have you been <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast for almost two years now. Love your show. Since I'm a data entry clerk, I key forms all day long and listen to a lot of podcasts. Monday is always my favorite day uh, since I get to listen to all of you. Love your show. I live in Houston, Texas, so there's no way I could ever get a chance to go to your party. Uh, would have been awesome. Well, it was. It was a good time. I uh, hope you guys keep uh, going for another 40 years. <laughs> I'm not sure. That's not going to happen. Anyway, uh, this is uh, David Haberman from Houston. Thank you, David. Thanks, Thank Dave. You, Dave. All right. Thanks from thanks from Houston. <clears throat> Congratulations to the Houston Astros for winning the World Series. Planet Houston. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now, he's only been listening for two years. He could go to geekshowpodcastarchive.com and catch up on yeah. the eight years that he missed out on. That's where you do it. Yeah. It's an actual website, not one of those blog spots or MediaFire nope. or nope. GeoCities. Nope. GeoCities. <laughs> CompuServe.net. Actual website. Netscape. It's a real website. What was the what was it? Fire? What was the fire one? Uh, oh. MediaFire. Me- well, there was even another one, too. It was, it was Tripod.com. Tripod. That's a different one. I had, my, my, my rap group's, uh, I, my rap group from high school, we had our web, uh, our our website on tripod. Angel Fire? Angel Fire. Is that the one I'm thinking of? Oh, yeah. That's it. Angel Fire. All right. Uh, Let's get to this. Um, Lots to cover. Raising glasses. We're going to start. Well, we'll we'll close with raising glasses Uh because I got got something to read. Um, This whole uh, Kelly Marie Tran thing. (sighs) Fuck, it makes me mad. That makes me mad. That's some some fuckery. I just... People are assholes. Yeah. I was talking to somebody about it yeah. yesterday, and we're just like, what the fuck has happened with with people? You know what I mean? It's just like, what, the, well, what and fucking reason is there to do that to another human being? And I don't think that it's, you know, because people have been saying Star Wars fans, and it's, you know, it's not. It's a handful of these uh, white men of a certain age who have got a problem. With it's their child, you know, that whole you ruined my childhood shit, yeah. And, and they that, probably also haven't touched a vagina since they came out yeah, of one, ruined my or, child, or they're in you know, loveless marriages or something. Uh, it but it's just a very vocal handful of people, very Fuck loud, for, you know, who just know how to work the internet just right. That it, you know, it just makes things toxic out yeah. there. It's just the worst. And if you're one of those people listening to this, shut this fucking thing off and go away. Yeah, yeah. we don't want you here. <laughs> we don't want you. Yeah, you know. You know what ruins? Uh, you know what ruins a childhood? The Reagan era. Yeah. Okay. Very I grew up <laughs> fucking Oliver North. All right. <laughs> Fuck, man. You know what ruins your childhood? Yeah. 
your family dying. Yeah. Some real problems, you fucking that? assholes. There you go. You ruined it. No, but I, can you imagine being like, one, wanting to do that to another person? Right. I can't believe it. And then can you imagine on the other side having, having to be her yeah. Uh, yeah. and endure that? Because you can't escape it. Because yeah. she has gone from being just a, a nobody. She, she hasn't really got a, a real resume yeah. to speak of. She's and what gone did she from do? being a nobody to this, and now, it, like, what so, did she do? She she played the role that she was given. She yeah. she read the words that she was told she to read. She did her job. She did her job. <laughs> but, and the other you thing know? I feel so bad about is like, <clears throat> she was probably like, "Holy shit, I get to be in a Star Wars that's movie." That's exactly what she was. And now she it's was kind on, of one of the worst things that's ever fucking happened to her. Yeah, she was on a Kimmel. When they had the whole you know cast on there, and she was the one losing her mind the most. Oh yeah, she was the biggest fan of them all. Yeah, yeah, fucking assholes. So there's that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now let's try to explain the Joker movie situation. I haven't heard it because there's apparently several in development now. Oh God! So I'm going to break it down for you. Oh DC, God damn it! Here are the Joker movies that are in production because i think that what they're doing is they went we've got some great villains let's base everything around no, our villain it sounds you have a great villain villain <laughs> exactly all right so there's suicide squad 2 which just got some new writers and i'll tell you about that later but that that one is in development so there's a joker movie now are they all leto that i don't know this one <laughs> this one would be leto this yeah, one would one. be leto all right now, there's the Joker origin story movie, which we know very little about, other than Joaquin Phoenix is allegedly going to play the Joker. Oh, what is this? Like the, what, is the Joker role like a Doctor Who thing now? Like he just... <laughs> well, you know, <clears throat> even in the comic books right now... I played the fourth Joker. <laughs> even in the comic books right now, there's something going on where there's Batman has discovered that there's three different Jokers. Jokers? Three different ones? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, then there's the Harley, Harley Quinn versus the Joker movie, which is in development, which would be Margot Robbie and Leto. Okay. And now, just announced, is Jared Lo- uh, Leto's Joker standalone movie. Just by himself, like a one-man movie? It'd be, it would one be man the show. Yeah, no, one man. It's a monologue. <laughs> his own Joker standalone movie. So there's that. Um, Wouldn't the joke and origin story be a standalone? Technically, technically but yeah. he, see, this is the confusing thing: is that you throw that Joker origin story in, which I want to see. Yeah. I want to see Joaquin Phoenix doing this. I want to see a Joker origin movie. I, I, I show me what you got. But it's not in. It's not in continuity with the rest of these. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that seems to be the problem that DC is running into. Right does, does Joaquin Phoenix fall into that vat of, um, of, uh, of chemicals and come out as Jared Leto? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that is... In the DC office, what I'm curious is, like, do they have, like, a big conference room? And they're like, all right, everybody, I know we got multiple teams here. Everybody choose one villain... And then write a movie about it. Joker. Joker. I, Joker. I want Joker. They, they, no. None of them talk to each other. Yeah, right? Exactly. I, I, I feel like, all right, I feel like 
in the Marvel room, there's that Kevin Feige, yeah, like beautiful mind board. That that huge board, and it yeah. all focuses it's all the red string. Yeah, all yeah. the red string going to the center of that, and then no, it's a thin in of the a DC dollar sign. office. It's the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. It's just. Red string going anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. No, it's just a bunch anywhere. of it's just a bunch of guys playing with fucking string. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a bunch of turds on the wall. Who'd you choose, Joker? <laughs> Me too. Let's do a Batman ninja. Let's do a Batman steampunk. <sighs> Let's do a Batman home and gardens. That being said, <laughs> I'm watching that I'm watching. I'm reading that uh, Watchmen D C comic now. Yeah. Where the Watchmen have come into the D C universe. And I'm quite enjoying it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. quite enjoying it. Uh, I'm going to watch the ultimate cut of Watchmen tonight. That's the way to watch it. It's like five hours, right? I know, three. You're going to wake up at five in the morning. <laughs> it's like three-something hours, yeah, but no, that's the way to watch I heard that's the way to that's watch That's the one. The, that. the ultimate cut is the one to The one watch. that's got all the pirate it's got cartoons? Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's essentially the book. How long is it? About over three hours. No, okay, well, like, so it's an extra 30 yeah, it's like an extra forty-five minutes. I see. Yeah, that I need to see because it, yeah, it just felt like oh, it's, it's still a great, it's still a great movie, it's still a great, it's still a great yeah. novel. It, it was just like the ultimate cut is the one. I, need, to, I do watch. need to see it. Yeah. All right. All right. There were a ton of trailers that dropped this past week, really? and I'm just going to run through them here real oh, quick. Yeah. Did okay. you see the Halloween trailer? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> I might actually go see a horror movie. I know, right? It looks so fucking creepy. Yeah. It just looked great. So I'm just having crazy ass Laurie Stroud. Oh, with her shotgun. With her yeah. shotgun. She's like, I hope he gets out. I want to fucking kill him. <laughs> I love you know? that. I love that. Yeah. She looks like the cat lady on The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but <laughs> she, did. she does. She did. <laughs> oh, shit, son. No, I, I... She just started throwing cats at Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> He's cutting them in half with knives. Get him, Cletus. That's a, that's a cat gun. That's not a shotgun. It shoots cats. <laughs> oh, that's great. Then there was so that was good, and then there was the uh, end of the Spider Verse trailer. Oh that yeah, dropped. that's the animated. It looks like the Incredibles. Uh, it, it looks great, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it. I'm excited about. I am that. too. I don't know if we, we talked about that. I saw like the Sony preview show that they came into town for. Oh yeah, that's when they showed us like the whole plot of oh, the Spider Verse yeah. and stuff. That's essentially what this that is. What it is. It's the yeah. trailer it explains that there's a different universe, yeah. and you know Peter Parker is Spider Man in this one, but I'm Spider Man in this one, and. Do they show that he's fat and like an asshole? Yeah. Kinda? Okay. Yeah. Good. And it's Jake uh, Johnson <laughs> yep. uh, who is voicing it. Yeah. Uh, who, who Jimmy is going to interview at the end of this show. Oh, oh dude. Ooh. Uh, so there's that coming up. But we didn't talk Spider Man because I forgot. Jeez. <laughs> 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 but uh, that looked great. And uh, excited to see that. We also got the uh, Mortal Engines, a longer trailer. Oh, I haven't seen that yeah, one. This is the uh, Peter Jackson produced Just the uh, thing. Building towns like on Cities on treads. Yeah. Uh, that capture other smaller cities and assimilate them, and uh, it's it's apparently it's apparently a pretty right. good cities book. that capture. Yeah, <laughs> imagine the city of London on giant tank treads traveling throughout this wasteland, and there's another smaller city that is chasing down, and it shoots harpoons, and then like these doors open and they swallow up the smaller city, and this shit. I don't like this. this <laughs> it looks like cool as shit. It, it's, it's Guillermo del Toro. It's, it's, or, uh, all right, Peter I'm, Jackson. I'm in. Oh, Peter I, Jackson? But, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, but it still scares go, me. Go look at the trailer. That just, that's it. Did this happen to Flint, Michigan? 
Flint, Michigan has Flint, Michigan. It wishes. They, wishes that it no, had. No, they just went right over it. Never mind. Yeah, that's the problem. Still, had, still doesn't have clean water, y'all. Yep. I just want y'all to know that. Mortal Engines is what that's called, so look that one up. We got the Bumblebee trailer. Yeah. And, you know what? <laughs> you know, I, are we going to get a good Transformers movie? I'm going to tiptoe into that room. Yeah. Very quietly. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, not wake up Michael Bay. Yeah. Have, right? Have that barf well, bag ready. Because he didn't direct this one. Yeah, that's why I'm excited. Yeah, he just, he just produced it. Yeah, so we, oh, which means gratuitous, means he's control. gratuitous military shots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the first Transformers movie not directed by Michael Bay. Uh, but it, it looked... It looked all right. I thought, uh, yeah. I thought to myself, maybe we'll have a good Transformers I, yeah. movie. I've just been burned too many times for that franchise. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. the last time I saw a Transformers movie, it gave, uh, That's right. it gave Jimmy Michael Bay poisoning. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I threw and up. And he threw no, up right after. Straight up threw up. He straight up threw up, y'all. <laughs> and then we got the uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2 trailer. Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched oh. that one either. Yeah, it's, that... it's called Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2. And the, the princess dialogue was oh. fucking hilarious. hilarious. Well, the, And then there's a... Uh, you know the uh, when you, when you search online for something, it guesses what you're going to say. Yeah, and there's a, a bit about that in the trailer. Nice, where they they go up. So oh, the search bar is open. Uh, umbrella. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. You know, and, and then he, go 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 watch it again. Yeah. You're you're listening in your cubicle. Hit pause and and go look at all of these things that we're telling you, watch, you about. If you watch all car. these trailers in your cubicle. You will be fired. I'm you will. <laughs> or in your. If you watch it on the while you're driving, it's not yes. a good idea. No. Uh, then the other one that we got was an ex- it wasn't a a, uh, a trailer per se. It was an extended scene from Luke Cage season two. I've seen. Oh, just look up Daughters of the Dragon, Luke Cage. Oh, and it comes right up. I'm... And and it's it's a fight scene Wait. with with Misty Knight and Colleen Wing fighting a bunch of dipshits in a bar. Yeah, I've already gotten. Um... I've gotten a, a leak from uh, our good friend Jay Washington at the Trusty Sidekick Podcast. Ah, uh, he's already seen uh, Luke Cage. They, they, ah. He's got the advanced. And yeah, we're we're all in. Yeah. Oh yeah, you. Yeah, Jimmy's got I'm five episodes in. Yeah. And, and? I, not yeah, bad. yeah. Like <laughs> I, I was looking at the date when I'm allowed to say, and I think I can say, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, well, I've heard. Just, I've heard good things. Well, just just look for that scene because this is this is Misty Knight without a robot arm. This is her with one arm. Yeah. Fighting a bunch of dipshits in a bar. Yep. With Colleen she Wayne. Kicks the shit out and of Colleen is just kind of sitting there waiting. I've seen that one, yeah. That's <laughs> it's just I, I <clears throat> so fucking good. I think I'm five in and she still doesn't have the arm. Really? Yeah. Oh. Think about that. Yeah. Damn. Okay. That's I mean, that's good. Get her that arm for God's sake. Yeah. When you anyway. when you see it in that trailer. Well, yeah. How much how much like how how much hip hop music is in this shit? <laughs> There's some good music in it. Because the episodes though. named after each, like, a, you know how in the first season there were, there, every he, single episode was named, named after, after a like, song. A, like a Wu-Tang song and or like a classic. Uh, the files I have are more like, you know, season two, episode one. Gotcha. Like it doesn't really say it kind of thing. Well, gotcha. It's coming soon, but, so we'll all be able to see it. But the thing that, there's a lot of things that I'm surprised somebody would say as an adult. They're like, do you need a hand? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> And then there was uh, the new uh, Lego Movie 2 trailer that I came watched out. watched that either. Lego Movie 2, the second part, where uh, Bricksville has become a Mad Max Fury Road-style wasteland. Yes. Apparently, because of the events in the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> Mediocre! <laughs> <laughs> but that looked, that looked good. That looked like they're back to their... Wait, that is Warner Brothers. They could do all Mad Max characters. 
You might get a there was a, there a, was Mortal Joe. There were scenes that were like you know you're being chased by a Morton Joe. I mean there there was. I bet it will. It'll be him. I had a nightmare that I was like something happened to me, and it was done by a Morton Joe. <laughs> I don't want to say. Is that my, all your trailers? My attorney Ed has nightmares about a Morton Joe. He's, right. he's he's with Lee. He's convinced that that's our next. That's <laughs> what's going to happen to us. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. What? Well, don't talk about that, Jimmy. Apparently, uh, what? Uh, what? Do you, do you have something? There's one trailer I watched, and it looks fucking amazing. It's called First Man, and it's with Ryan Gosling. Oh, I meant to watch that. Being Neil Armstrong. It's it's him as Neil Armstrong. Yeah, it looks good. Like we're talking, I I think award season good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's who, who's playing him? Like, Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah. So. Is he going to get an Oscar one day? You might for this, maybe. You're playing a, a an American hero. You know, that's that's usually a Tom Hanks go to. I know. Yeah, who's going to be who's going to be new Tom Hanks? Is Ryan Gosling new Tom Hanks? I don't think he's new Maybe. Tom Hanks. Cuz Ryan Gosling too good looking to be like new Tom. Tom yeah. Hanks is a very every man kind and, of. And and Ryan Gosling keeps picking the wrong projects for Ryan Gosling. Right. Huh. How so? Who who would be our new Tom Hanks? Who's our new Tom Hanks? Cuz Tom Hanks is an every man. I mean, he's still with us, but he's Pat Oswalt. Older now. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. All right. There you go. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Now, this one, there's a lot to it, but I'm just going to uh, say that uh, John Lasseter is exiting Disney at the end of the year. He had stepped down for about six months uh, to, you know, he was accused of uh, being yeah. a little too... Uh, some tomfuckery? Some tomfuckery. Yeah. yeah. Some tomfuckery. Um, and so he just stepped back, but then he's realized, I just, it's going to be a problem, so I'm He's, he'll be uh, he'll be sticking by with uh, Pixar and Disney animation just until the end of the year, and then he's gone. That's the kind of name and power you have. You're like, I know I fucked up. Now I'll leave. I'll leave in like six months. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the real reason that he he would prefer to leave now, but there's just so many projects, and, uh. and he's he's the brain. You know, he's the brain of that operation, and so he's got to bring some new people yeah. uh, to take over. Like I think they're talking about Pete Doctor taking over uh. for the Pixar side of it, but he's also involved with the Disney animation side of it as well. Pete Doctor's great. Uh, so they're talking to another person to take over the animation side of it, the Disney side. Uh, but uh, yeah, and that's, that's. Uh, I mean, you know, he, he shouldn't have been doing those things, but this guy, God damn, he's just such a fucking genius. Such a genius. Yeah. So anyway, so there's that. Oh, I got a ruling. Oh, I'm watching... Uh, I'm two. I'm two episodes into Cloak and Dagger. Me too. On uh, Freeform. What do you think? What the hell is Freeform even on? It's a cable. Uh, it's was a, it ABC Family? ABC. It was yeah. ABC Family. Yeah. yeah, it's on cable. I thought. I think it's pretty good. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I but. don't know either. But I, and I'm not familiar enough. With, the only exposure I've had to those characters is when there's a team up. See, I, there was some of my favorite. Yeah. There's some of my favorite Spider-Man side characters, yeah. and I read their yeah. Um, the miniseries and the series that they had. Too. Oh, you did. Okay, so you're they're, they're, so they've really changed the origin story. Yeah, they've, almost they've, completely. They've swapped really? them almost. Um, really? And uh, yeah, yeah, um, they're not like runaways and stuff. Okay. No, uh, and and Cloak comes from a uh, a well-to-do family. Yeah, and so uh, does where, she. But where she some, something happened. She had some money, but yeah. then it's all gone now. So she's a crook. Yeah, she's and they've kind of they haven't really 
only one of them's like really use their well. No, I guess they both use their. They powers. both use their powers, yeah. But but they don't know how to use their powers yet, which I think yeah. is great. You're two episodes in, and and your your characters don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, Cloak goes to sleep and wakes up in the trunk of a car. Yeah. You know, and he's like, <clears throat> I don't know what happened. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, I think the kids are great. Yeah, I think they're both she's, really good she's actors. Really good. Yeah, I like her. Um, his his accent slips every now and then. He's British. Oh, is he? <laughs> He's not quite got the American accent down. But I like it. I'm going to give it a shot. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty good, actually. It's like, uh, are you are you still watching Supergirl? Because you sent yeah. me that text about how good-looking her sister is the other day. Yeah, I'm still watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm caught up on it. But it's a weird story arc. It is. It's it's an interesting story arc. Because, you know, you being the, the, the Superman fanatic, I th- I thought of you immediately when they find out that it's part of Krypton is still exists. No, that's the whole, like it's Argo. And okay. that's like the whole, the, the first origin of Supergirl. Yeah. Mm. Cause like, that's, it's it like, was out there floating in space. Yeah. Part of Krypton is still out there floating in space and her mother's still alive. And huh. you know, wait, what? Huh? Yeah. On Supergirl. Yeah. This but that's how it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, <sighs> but that, that was, that, that's what happened in the comics. Okay. Is that, she was from the lo- the city of Argo. That my, my, okay. My question: How big is how big was Krypton? Like, was it relatively the size of Earth, or Jupiter? Because I mean, th- this chick keeps like if a planet explodes, <laughs> you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting fucking mad because it's just like it's as big as Jupiter. Because it's go, go with that. A wizard did it. <laughs> no, man, it's just like it seems like they never <laughs> seem to run out of this fucking rock. Right. This shit, this shit exploded. But it's, it's and there's good. always something new that survived from it. Like, yeah, it's like a, it's like a fucking, like doomsday. Yeah, it's yeah, like a, you know, it's like a fucking Tupac oh, record, man. Hey, my fucking dog's okay. It's <laughs> funny. All right. Anyway, back to the Marvel stuff. Um, th- I found this interesting because uh, Marvel TV, the guy in charge of the TV mm-hmm. shows, Jeff Loeb, was on a Reddit to ask me anything this week, and we knew that the question would come up about the ending of Infinity War, you know, and, and why, how come, if they're all connected, how come on these shows that we're watching, how come, like, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., people didn't just disappear? Yeah. Like they we were expecting. Look, like we were expecting. And his answer was, everything that you're watching on Marvel TV right now and for the foreseeable future will take place before Thanos oh, okay. snapped his yeah, finger. Yeah, so... <laughs> All your, all your Marvel shows, your Cloak and Dagger, your Daredevil, your Punisher, your Luke Cage, Iron Fist, all that. It's pre, okay, pre Thanos. Yeah, just just know that, which I think is a nice way of him saying, the movie people don't tell me a fucking thing. I don't. Yeah, know. <laughs> you know, they they say it's all connected, but they treat us like the redheaded stepchild. Yeah. So you know. Did you or the see, ones we don't, they don't, we don't talk about them. Did yeah. you see Samuel L. Jackson on Ellen talking about not being in uh, Black Panther? I heard that he was, yeah. he, he was upset. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Because I have no idea. Can I just walk down the street to Wakanda? I'd like to. <laughs> Damn. Because <laughs> it just, yeah. Fucking War Machine gets to go. Fucking <laughs> War Machine gets to go to Wakanda. And Nick, Apparently. And my, my man Nick Fury can't even get a shout out. Can't even give him his He's, eye. They could have gave him his eye back. He seemed like he was a little pissed. I would be. Yeah. But, but he got a special scene at the end. He got his special. And he vanished. And, and you're <laughs> getting the co-star in Captain Marvel coming up. Oh, it's true. You'll get there. Don't worry, Sam. <laughs> All right. Raise a glass. I'm going to raise this thing. 
Raise the thing. I'm gonna raise this space, space punch. Space I'm punch. Raise the thing. Don't space punch. I'm not space punch. Anthony Bourdain, everybody. Uh, yeah. Good. Now, see, I was up at. We were doing a show up at Snowbird on Friday morning, and walking down with Gina. Is the one morning that I didn't check my Twitter. Mm. I did all my other news searches that are aggregated, and and so, the you know the search kind of stops at midnight or something like that. Mm. I had no idea. Same. And uh, she told me as we're walking down to the Snowbird Center, and I was just, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And then I started reading about it, and I couldn't believe it. And then it just kind of left me for a, for a bit. But then I got thinking about it, and I'm like, I, I was a big fan mm-hmm. of Anthony Bourdain, especially his newest series on CNN, The Parts Unknown, because it's less about food and more about culture the yeah. cities and the people uh and it's just it, it blew me away but uh i found this on the hollywood reporter daniel feinberg uh, wrote this i thought this was very nice bourdain shows may have stepped further and further away from being exclusively food-based but they never lost the keen awareness that to understand a place you had to understand the people and that in order to understand the people you had to spend time with them and there's no better way to see people in their most relaxed and exposed than to watch them eat. I think he could have put it better than to, yeah. I think he could have said eat with them. Right, to have a meal with them. them eat, because that's what he did. Uh, the food travel television genre has many variations. There will always be an audience for shows in which wide-eyed host globe trots in search of diverse preparations of testicles or pizza the size of a Mazda. Meaning truly no offense to the host of these shows, but many of them have a thesis that's only slightly more sophisticated than man, people in other parts of the world eat gross shit. And he's right. Most, yeah. most shows are that way. With Bourdain, there was rarely a sense that he was seeking out weird or exotic food. Make no mistake, he ate some strange stuff, but he maintained a pretty clear idea that he was eating those things because he was with people who eat those things. And his doing so wasn't a symbol of machismo or adventurousness, but rather an expression of bonhomie and a desire to be a part of a conversation in which whatever he ate belonged to a tradition and a history connecting food to economic status, to religion, and to art. Hmm. Uh, That was his message. Uh, And in an age in which politicians celebrate America first and the word globalism has become an anti-Semitic dog whistle, the loss of Anthony Bourdain is one that cuts deep. And he's absolutely right, because Bourdain would, and I and I tweeted this. He he's Starfleet. He would go to strange new worlds and seek out new life and new civilizations, yeah. and and just get to know them. He wouldn't judge them. You know, there were there were things that he would sometimes have a problem with. You know, he never liked dictators, uh, but he would he wouldn't hold that against the people in the street. You know, who are just living their lives. But just fascinating. Go and watch, if you have an on-demand service or something, go on the CNN on-demand if you can and watch. They've been playing it, I think. They've been playing it a lot. Mm. But uh, watch some of them. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's it's not just about food. It's about people. And you learn. You learn a lot from watching the shows. Anyway. And once again, it's just like, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan, but if it was on, I watched it. And I always thought, oh, this guy seems pretty cool. I'd like to have a beer with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, and just once again, it's like, it was just a shocker because, man, somebody can look like they got it all together. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. On the outside, you know? And that's, that's the thing about depression. And, yeah. 
Ex- totally. Um, and just one other thing. We were talking earlier about being shitty on the internet. Mm-hmm. One, if you weren't a fan of the fucking guy, you don't have to talk shit about somebody who killed themselves. Yeah. I and saw two, a couple of those. I unfollowed yeah. like three people. And then the other thing, too, is don't shit on somebody for being affected by the death of a celebrity, yeah. especially if they're a big fan. You know what I mean? Like, I think that he, like people, like super fans of his were really affected by what he did. Yeah. And it was, you know, you, you can never meet somebody so full of personal loss. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, for me, it was the same thing happened. Uh, what, the big one for me was Robin Williams. Yeah. That was hard, When Robin yeah. Williams, uh, and the, it's w- when I went back into therapy. Because I was like, oh, shit. If, he, you know if he's I mean? depressed. Yeah. You know, what the um, hell? Yeah. But, you know, <sighs> there's no reason to shit on somebody for being expressing sadness. Yeah. <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? And it's like. God, fucking people just, can we be a little bit goddamn nicer yeah. to each other? I mean, especially how shitty everything kind of is right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't it, you just be like, hey, I'm going to be kind. It's, it's, like I t- it's like I tell the kids at the Sev, you know? It's like, it's not that hard to be kind. You know what I mean? And if, why do you want to make somebody feel worse? Yeah. I don't fucking get it. You know, and if if you're out there and you're listening to me and you've done something like that, you got to think about what's going on with you. Yeah. And stop it, man. Well, it, fucking stop it, you know? The to kind of just piggyback what what Shannon just said and what Carrie's saying is just the fact that Logic, one of my favorite rappers, dropped a song last year that was the number for the suicide hotline, the national Oh, yeah, suicide. yeah. That was the song. 1-800-273-8255. So listen to that song. It's a beautiful song. First time I heard it, fucking cried my eyes out. I was like, Jesus Christ. Somebody, so I mean, like, if that's a, if that was, it, and that was, that song topped the charts for a minute. Think about that for a mm-hmm. second. Think about the, the, the impact. If we shouldn't even have, that song shouldn't even have to be made. Exactly. You know? But it, but it, but so many people gathered, you know, connected and vibe towards that song. So what does that say about us? Let's just treat each other better. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Well, I just I, I I think people don't realize the impact. Well, no, I just I I saw a news report that like thirty the like suicides in the United States have oh up risen thirty percent since 1999. Yeah, they're up, and um, I just don't think people realize. I mean, it's trite, I mean, and it's been said, like, everybody's fighting their uh, their own battle, and you may not even know it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just, I'm just saying, like, it's, things are, I don't know. I don't understand why. Just don't add to the bullshit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Don't add to it. Right. Be nice to people. Let's review a couple of movies oh, before, yeah. we, before we get back to the episode. Uh, oh, and it's our Deadpool 2 deep it. dive segment coming up. Yep. So if you have not seen Deadpool 2, tune away. Oh, See, we're being kind. We're I'm, being kind and warning you. I'm mad, I'm mad I missed that. <laughs> All right. I'm, say, I'm yeah, sad you yeah. missed it as well. Actually, this movie is about being kind in a, in a weird way. Tag? Tag. Tag? Because think about it. It's about a group of friends who've been playing tag for 30 years. And it's a true story. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, it's got a great cast. 
you know, and uh, Jeremy Renner's character is the one who's never been tagged before. And so, and they, they go to the most ridiculous fucking extent to, to try to get each other. And I heard that their version is not even as bad as what they really did to each other. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, uh, but it's funny as shit. It's, uh, uh, Ed Helms, um, Hannibal Burris, you know, you'll hear them all at the end of the episode. But John Ham. John Ham, yeah. John Ham's in there. Isla Fisher, Leslie Bibb. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's one of those movies you're like, holy shit, like, how could this be fucking real? It has to be, you know? And so that's what's kind of fun about it. Uh, and this, I mean, the whole game is just them playing tag. That's it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, there's not much more to the plot. I will say, uh, yeah, they're playing a kid's game. And it ain't for fucking kids. No, <laughs> I didn't think tag ever was for kids, man. No, but just for you know, if you got a parent out there, it's raunchy as fuck. Oh, okay. And so, <laughs> even to a point of degree that like I was getting uncomfortable, and like I can take a lot of shit. But, Damn. Like, there's certain like subject matters where I'm like, do you really want to joke about it? And then mm. I was talking with either somebody. It, it was me. Yeah, and you're like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, I'll say, dude, like, I don't think miscarriage is funny. Uh. No, I, I don't think it's okay. funny at all. I, I and don't. so when you joke about that kind of shit, and I know people who've gone through it, so yeah. it's like, yeah. I don't. I just kind of yeah. sat there, and, people, and some people were laughing their ass off. Shannon was in Utah still laughing his ass off. Just fucking with you, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, right. but it's good. I'm I'm a, about two and a half, two and a half, yeah, two and a half, three stars, right. yeah, okay. give or take. I'm, I'm curious about it. Uh, well, now different, <laughs> completely different, completely kind of movie. different type of movie, Incredibles two, yeah. Can we talk about it? Which uh, we're going to talk about it, sure. Yeah. Why not? Um, this one, I did some research. Yeah. This one takes place immediately after the first one. Wow. Yeah. Because at the end of the first one, the Underminer arrives. Yeah. And they, I, I went back and watched the last 10 minutes of it because I, well, there's a part that I was, that we're not going to talk about, but I wanted to see that set up and they do set up the boyfriend mm. with, with, uh, with the girl. With, yep. Willow. Or, Violet. 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 Thank yeah. you. Yeah. They Willow. set that up. They, yeah. they tip that card right there. And it's Pixar. They're not fucking yeah, around. Yeah. And then the underminer shows up because everybody said, oh, it's 15 years later. I'm like, no, it's immediately after. Yeah. This one takes place immediately after. You can do that with cartoons. What happened to their, <laughs> what happened to their house? Uh, it it got exploded because uh, remember syndrome. Was, oh, that's right. Was okay. in the ship. Wait, did y'all yeah. already see the new one? The, no, the first one. Yeah, we saw the new one too. Yeah, we saw. Oh it. shit! But in the first one, it, it happens again in that last fifteen minutes. Syndrome is up above their house and his cape, and he gets sucked into the jet engine, and it, the whole oh, the, ship okay. right. crashes on the house. That's why they're in the hotel at the beginning yeah. of okay. the second one. Yep. And so it was basically. I mean, you guys can chime in too. Uh, you know, the whole story is about superheroes being banned, but they're trying to sneak. Uh, the mom back in, Mrs. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got Elastigirl. Ass. She got ass. Yeah, she's <laughs> hot. But, I got uh, a thing for Elastigirl. I said, I... But the story that I thought was the funniest is uh, being a dad, you know? Yeah. And just oh, God. <laughs> because it's it's a rich guy, like an Elon Musk type guy and his sister. And, and yep. they, they, because at the end of The Incredibles, heroes are outlawed. Yeah. And and so they want to bring they want to stop that they want to fix that yep. and and this guy is kind of a fanboy in a way and uh, so he and his sister come up with ways to make the heroes look better look better but like in an underground fashion but but they decided you know and and it's his sister statistically I'm sorry but we need Mister Incredible to stay out of this because. <laughs> More collateral damage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't. <laughs> we need, need the smart one. We need the smart one, <laughs> yeah. and he doesn't take that well. But he agrees to be a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, and the shit with Jack, Jack, man. Yeah, yeah. That's where I think we have to heard, yeah, stay we, back. I heard that he's. Yeah, we have to. We have to. Yeah. not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. We've been asked not to. So we. Won't. I thought the 
animation is gorgeous. It looks like, great. Even better? I mean, oh, yeah. serious. Well, it's I, been 14 years. Yeah, I mean, I, we looked at the first one, and we, and we went, that's pretty good animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one, man. It's just, like, I noticed it with Coco, too. Like, yes. I watched yeah. that yesterday yeah. for the first time. Oh, my God. Wasn't it great? I didn't cry, but God. It was, it was good, though, wasn't it? Not in my throat. Oh, yeah. It was I really good. It. I loved it. Anyway. Um, yeah, like, there's a part where uh, Mr. Incredible is Bob's. Mm-hmm. Just fucking losing it. Yep. Yep. And it's like his face was so expressive. Yes. It's, it's like, a, oh, this is a guy that's losing his goddamn mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and and the uh, the set pieces. But yeah, you're oh, right. The an, the animation is just it's night and day. Go and watch the first one. It's and, just like the shading of it. It's just yeah, weird. Like yeah, but then okay. there's even scenes where they change the animation completely. Yeah. Which I love when films do that. Oh yeah, that scene where she's fighting that. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool. I thought I was going to have a seizure, but it was cool. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's really it's fun. Do you it's think it's well, better than the first one? It's up there. It's that's tough because think, the first one was really fucking good. See, I think this one was four stars, or the first one's four stars. Yeah, I'm at three and three and a half. Like it's great. I'm at three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I'll, the I'll set say that. pieces. All the superhero shit is oh rad because you're you're watching it going why why can't Batman do that in the movie why can't yeah. you know yeah. mm. stuff like that I I thought it was great yeah so. <laughs> it, really well done and enjoyable as hell and it it it, it features uh, I agree with you Shannon I think that your favorite new superhero and, and now mine I agree. Reflux is, Reflux. is our favorite. Is our favorite new superhero because you get introduced to a whole bunch of new superheroes oh, yeah. in this one. But Reflux, Reflux, uh, medical condition or superpower, you decide. You decide. <laughs> wow. But uh, I yeah, gotta, I'd, yeah I I'd say this. three and a half. Yeah, I enjoy oh, your, kid, your kid. Your kid will do it. Jen, her, her and her kids, like that's like their movie. The Incredibles. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And she went with us, and she. Oh, I heard. I heard it. her. I heard her. Yeah, yeah. her little Betty Rubble laugh all the yes. way through. <laughs> Doesn't she sound like Betty Rubble when she laughs? <laughs> it's a great descriptor. <laughs> she does. That's funny. All right. Any, anything else before we uh, get back to the episode? I don't think so. I just, we good? I just want to thank everybody. Uh, yeah, I, I've missed the past few episodes, but um, I do want to thank everybody for sharing my clip on Dry Bar Comedy that's been on Facebook and, and on YouTube. Uh, it just As we record this, it's at like at 1.6 million views. And uh, like, thank you because there's a lot of com- there's a lot of great comedians that are on drybarcomedy.com and they have clips reviewed, but they not a lot of them have reached that many views in that amount of time. It's only been up about for a week, and then on on YouTube, they're the numbers are great too. So I've been getting hit up by folks from Canada, Australia. Uh, the I did an interview and. In in uh, Edinburgh yesterday, as we were no, I Scotland, you. Scotland, yeah, or no, like the one the, the Nevada, the England one, the England one, <laughs> Edinburgh, Scotland, right? Well, the, yeah, there's a Scotland one, and I think there's an English. There's one. an English, yeah. One? But okay. bottom line, I did it. I it's did the an, same myland. It's you know. I did I I did an interview with with the radio station out there because I talk about my British last name, yeah, and so they just they snap and they up. they just reached out and contacted me. So it's it's been it's been insane. And so um, I just thank everybody. There's a lot of new things that are happening, and um, I, I, can't, I can't thank you all enough. Keep sharing cool. the video. Thank you. Very good. All right. 
I think with the interviews, this is going to be the longest episode ever. Yeah, we've got uh, all the <laughs> cast of each movie, Incredibles 2 and Tag, all coming up at the end of this uh, episode, so stay for all of it. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get to the Deadpool 2 uh, deep dive right after uh, we take a break here. Please to enjoy. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. If you love to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at MyWorkoutBuddySLC or email me, my workout buddy slc at icloud.com one session is twenty dollars if you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time there is a ten dollar cancellation fee and why is that that's motivation and accountability and if you tell sue geek show says hey you'll get half off of your first session my workout buddy slc with a great selection of action figures toys and a whole lot more cabin fever is so much more than a card store Did your recently out gay dad just graduate with a Master's of Film Studies at the U? Well, I'm certain that Cabin Fever will have something for your dear old dad to mark all of your gay dad grad needs. Since opening their doors in 1982, Cabin Fever has provided Salt Lake City with unique gift ideas and continues to keep doing so. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, stop in, browse the walls and aisles, 
filled with hundreds of vendors' products, from vintage lunchboxes, jigsaw puzzles, and unique coffee mugs to shot glasses, gag gifts, magic, and of course, rubber duckies. Celebrating more than 35 years in Zion, it's cabin fever. So much more than a card store. Tell them Geek Show says hey. All right, we're back. I got a new experiment. What's that? Well, I couldn't figure out what to do with the 64 packs of Smarties I opened. Yeah. So I just poured them in the Star Wars Space Punch thing. No, no. And then I poured in some of those Mike's Hard Lemonade. No! I'm going to see if I survive the experience. I so. used to have a friend named Lee, and then he died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like science. Uh, I don't know if that's I science. I would call is that science. Science. <laughs> science. Okay. This, right. is how, this is how prehistoric that's, man figured out what was poison and nope. what wasn't. <laughs> he just drank some that's of it. That's just some Tom fuckery. Uh, I, I wish our... Uh, <laughs> I wish our uh, eminent Deadpool fan was here, uh, Jay Whitaker. He couldn't make it. No one knows where he is. We don't, actually. He's somewhere. He's somewhere. But, uh, He's up to some Tom fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I made that up just now. That's good. That's good. I like Tom it. fuckery. Might be the name of the episode. As a guy what's name used to be Tom, I think it's even more applicable. All right. Uh, so let's talk Deadpool 2. It's been out for a while. Uh, successful. By it's all, a movie. By too. all measures. It's a movie. Yeah. Uh, we reviewed it, but we did it spoiler yeah. free, and uh, I think we all liked it, right? Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed and I, it. And let me preface everything that Wait. I'm about to say. Have you seen it, Lee? No, <laughs> you haven't. I, uh-huh. and, and and I don't care. Okay, because uh, I, I did want to do a spoilery. No, no, I'm here to hear thing. the spoilers because then I won't have to watch it. <laughs> See, all and right. I'll say like I'm not a fan of that character, but I love both the movies. Yeah, I'm in the same. Oddly boat. enough, Ryan Reynolds just owns it. Yeah, and that's Big what's time. great about it. I mean, there there are episode, episodes, there are issues of Deadpool that I have truly enjoyed. Yeah. The meat suit episode where he and, and Bullseye fought in suits made out of meat <laughs> because they were both. I didn't, in, I didn't see that one. They were both in love with their fourth grade teacher, and they, they had a flashback to when they were in fourth grade, and they tried to fight each other. And then they said, "Someday when we're adults, we'll fight each other wearing suits made out of mo- suits made out of meat." And I like they suits did. made out of moot. Huh. I'll, uh... Suits made out of moot. <laughs> Moose, moose, moose suit, moose meat. I I have that no experiments killing him. I have no uh, I have no evidence that that is real. I don't trust his face. I don't trust, I don't trust it. I'm looking it up. It. No, that's that's my face trying not to collapse on itself from what I just drank. <laughs> All right, um, I'm looking it up. But there there have been there have been uh, issues that I've truly enjoyed, yeah. and then somewhere there I just went. A, there was a run that me and Jeffy read that I liked. Was that when Brian Posehn was writing? No, it no, was that was that was a little late. It was one with. Yeah, I think Jeff was dead. <laughs> he did enjoy it, though. I read it with him. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> I thought it was before. No, um, anyway. no, I can't remember who wrote it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and the one where he kills the Marvel Universe, I enjoy those. No. You know, he's done it twice I, now. I always enjoy him as a secondary character, like uh, when he was in X-Force, mm-hmm. that run of X-Force, that, yep. like one of the more recent ones. And so Deadpool 2 comes along. And people ask me about the character, and I know that a lot of the complaints about this movie were about the storytelling part of it, but I don't think that you... I didn't go there for a story. Yeah, I don't think that you (laughs) should approach viewing these movies as though they are a a superhero movie. I think what you need to look at them as 
as Airplane was to disaster movies. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you are 100% correct. It's, I think that's the approach that they're going for. Yeah, they're there's not... a lot of Tom fuckery going on. Exactly. In Tons of Tom fuckery. So, <laughs> don't overuse the joke. So the the, com- <laughs> the com- that's my job. You know the complaints about how I you know the first story had a love story and this one, you know she's she's putting the refrigerator right away. I love mm. that you brought back Gail Simone's term. That's yeah. fantastic. Mm. And 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 all that. But remember though at the same time at the end of the movie because we have Timey Wimey. Yep. Mm. Uh she's back. Mm. And the writers and the writer and director yeah confirmed it said oh she's not dead anymore. Yeah. And <laughs> she, and she may turn into I can't remember the character that, she, that her name is based on it's Oh, it is an X-Men character, but anyway. Um, and she may get powers in the next one. But I, I don't... Yeah, you can't really approach these movies like uh, an X-Men movie. or uh, Yeah, Lee's regular. right. How? There actually was a meat suit. There is a meat suit. Wow. Yeah. That sounds so made up by you, though. It does. It really does. Because that was during that period of time that I wrote Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just Google image Deadpool meat armor. Yep. And you'll find it. I don't know how you <laughs> could take these movies in that direction... With like an opening, like a James Bond, like a James Bond oh, full yeah. credit opening, like that's where the jokes come in. Like, how would you ever take this seriously? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's it's not a a traditional no. comic book movie. Well, no. is that you know? It's funny. Some weird trivia. I just I didn't realize it until la- last week. Um, people call him a ripoff of Deathstroke. He, yeah, Slade. He's a parody. What's, Sl- what? Slade Wilson. Slade Wilson. What's Deadpool's yeah. real name? Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson. No, he's a they. Pa- they full on acknowledge yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's it's <laughs> yeah. a parody. It's yeah. it's a yeah, total it is. parody. It's a parody it's, of, de- of Deathstroke. There's actually a really great DC one shot where they reverse the colors on Deadpool's costume and have him crash a cruise ship that's being attacked by Deadshot uh, or Death. Is Death Deathstroke? Yes, yeah. yeah, so it's Deathstroke. Yeah. So Deathstroke's attacking the ship, and then How? this other Deadpool attacks. Well, because they never sued Marvel for ripping off Deathstroke, right? So they could kind of get away with using Deadpool by just reversing the colors on oh. the costume. Okay. So yeah, it's okay. it's the full on character, and they're yelling at each other, and and uh, Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent are just kind of wandering <laughs> around, going, what "What's going, going on?" on? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's the way you need to watch these movies. They aren't. They're, I, they're like spoofs. Yeah, it's they're spoof, they are. Yeah. One hundred. Like, and it's like watching the Naked and Gun. They yeah. Naked Gun, yeah, air, airplane Naked Gun, those kind of things. I love the, I love them both the movies because they're just like one hundred percent bananas. Yeah, they don't give one fuck. The no. fact, the fact alone yeah. that he calls out things like superhero landing, yeah, ought to be obvious to you that this is lampooning right. superhero it's movies. It's like, oh, it's so bad for your knees, yeah. right? <laughs> are you, are you yeah. saying that uh, maybe people need to? Calm the fuck down. Exactly. Jesus, Start enjoying things instead of hyperanalyzing every goddamn thing about a That's movie. Me. You like, got it. Man, I go to a movie to go to a goddamn movie. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> well I mean? said. No, like seriously. I just like, oh, okay, I'm going to walk in. I'm going to fucking hate this movie. Yeah. Even when we went to that terrible Transformers movie, I'm like, I had hope. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm, I want mm-hmm. this. I want every movie to be good. And if it's really fucking bad, then I'll be like, oh, fuck. Fuck this movie! I no. don't fucking like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna tear apart anybody else for liking it. Yeah, oh no, yeah, no! There you go. You know? No, there you, you go. Know, if, if 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 you love it, fine. It, yeah. I, it's the it's the way that I watch Supergirl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I watch Supergirl, and I see what they're doing, and they're doing a great job of what they're doing. It's yeah. just, it's not for me. Not, it's yeah. not aimed at me. Oh, but I, I and I love it because they did karaoke together. It was cute. <laughs> 
I'm just there to. Nope. It's cute. I'm just there to look at her sister. Her sister. Uh, he texted uh, me the other day. Supergirl's sister so hot. I, I just, oh, the the lead from Not Another Teen Movie. Is that who that is? Yeah, she and Chris Evans were in that. She's the. She's she's uh, as she's referred to by I believe Randy Quaid, pumpkin tits. Oh my god! Wow! Mm. Oh, I just I just enjoy looking at her. She's no, she's she's the one that had the ponytail and the glasses, and, and oh. uh, Chris Evans is her high school jock boyfriend. So oh, it's actually really entertaining that, to watch he's, that movie. That's one where he wears the um, whipping cream bikini, right? Yes, yes, that's right. When he was an American Pie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting confused. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Deadpool two. So <laughs> if you are an a comic book fan, there are so many jokes in here just for you. Well, I know people it, who don't give yeah. one shit about comics. Yeah, they go see the Marvel movies and mm-hmm. stuff, but they love these Deadpool. Movies. Oh well, no, I'm saying that, yeah. that this is this is a bonus for people like us. That, yeah. that I mean, everyone's going to laugh at this movie because oh, yeah. there's so much happening. But there are so many jokes in there just for just for, us. Just for people like yeah. us. Well, the one joke that made me laugh, like you know, I think it's in the first five minutes when he said, "I was out fighting some you know bad villain whose mom's also name was Martha." Yeah, <laughs> and then you know, uh, you're really dark. You're not from the DC universe. Yeah, you know, even uh, in their own universe, what's it? Um, it's, the sun's getting real low, big guy. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yes. They acknowledge so everything. Great. I don't know how you can not walk away from this. The, just not the, but laughing. then the minute uh, cameo by the X Men. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Shut the door. And it's so them, funny. too. Yeah, and it's it is them. them. It's them. Yeah. And, and it's like, why are the fuck is there never any more X Men in this in these movies? <laughs> why are you the only one here? And they're slowly shutting the doors. Like, oh shit, Deadpool. <laughs> no, don't let him see us. I think the only person you can really see see is uh, Quicksilver, and it's totally him. Well, but, and Beast, who's the one that shut the yeah, door. It was yeah, that, that was uh, Kelsey Grammer, I think. Uh, but yep. but then there's jokes like, you know, where he makes reference about an artist that can't draw feet. Yeah, <laughs> about Layfield, the guy that Liefeld, directed. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> Only people like us are going to get that Did you joke, see what you know? Liefeld uh, de- debuted a new character this, this week? No. What's he got? For real. Messed up feet? Pouch uh, Pouch man, did you see him for real? Yeah. It's a guy that's made all out of pouches. <laughs> and, he has, <laughs> and he has huge thighs and tiny ankles. And there's even and there's even <laughs> there's even jokes about pouches in there. Again, yeah. stuff just for us. You right. know, it's like those aren't pouches, you know. Those are those are uh, fanny packs. I yeah. I have to see this movie again. Yeah. Because uh me and the lovely Jen uh went and saw it. We you know, snuck in some things. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> I didn't hear that. And uh but I was laughing so Fucking hard, all the way through this movie. I know I missed half the jokes. Yeah. If I go back, oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to see like here another half the jokes, and I'm just I got to say like, so the first <laughs> the first one we get the baby hands. Yep, that scene with him and the baby legs, <laughs> I could not control myself. I didn't hear any of that fucking dialogue. <laughs> I'm just laughing so hard. I'm crying. And then when his little baby dick popped out, oh my I was just like, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> like it took. I think I, I almost. I think I had an out of body experience <laughs> because of comedy. I'll say it right now, I'll never look at a parachuting scene in right. The same way well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how they telegraph for like three separate times before the scene. High winds today. There's yeah. really high winds today. <laughs> well, well that's my thing too. Is like was it I hate. I hate that fucking. I hate. Um, Shatterstar. Oh my Shatterstar. god. He I'm pretty like, much like you, but better in every way. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> That's how he describes and himself. Like he's like such a nineties stupid piece ass of shit character. Rob Liefeld character, yeah, right? Yeah, he hit him long shot, right? <laughs> and I'm like, 
Oh, I can't believe. I well, can't, and, and Deadpool I can't, didn't, yeah. didn't like him either. I'm like, I and can't did, fucking did believe. And they, and they have his... Did he have his quilted headset? Yes. <laughs> they, he had his fucking same <laughs> shitty outfit, Lee. But they even took it like a step farther and they like dyed his hair purple. Yeah, right? so, yeah, like if I remember correctly, extra he, shitty looking. He, he, his costume was white and lilac. Yeah. 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 Oh my and God. With a quilted headrest. What those, that dumb two fucking bladed sword of his yeah, yeah. Yep. They, got, and I'm like, they got all that he was great and it's like oh well I'm glad I, something other than the Toy Biz action figure is out to immortalize him well <laughs> and I was just like oh I can't believe they're putting fucking Shatterstar fuck that character they used him perfectly you wanna hear what happens to him I, I bet he explodes no <laughs> he fucking <laughs> he parachutes out of a See, that's... out of a plane and he fucking lands on a wood chipper. No, 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 no. no. That no, was he, the guy that spits acid. Yeah, he goes in the helicopter. Oh yeah, on the, uh, he, goes, oh, yeah he goes yeah. right in the, hol- the helicopter. There's a chopper. There's a there's a medical chopper. Everybody on, from yeah. the entire jump X Force doesn't make it. X Force just gets chopped up <laughs> except oh, Domino. Well, I'm glad they. Uh, oh, that's right. I'm glad they set up the X Force. Yeah. With, oh yeah. But see, that's the thing. Timey wimey. Yeah. At the end, he saves everyone except for Does, Brad, except for Brad Pitt. I think he only saves <laughs> I, I Peter. I think he only saved Peter. I thought yeah. he only saved so, Peter. On well, X Force, on X Force, there's this guy named Peter. Yeah, that they did a good job of making sure you knew about Peter in but every single trailer. Whole, yeah. But he's so fucking funny. Yeah, he's just like, no, I just saw the ad. It sounds like a you know real. Well, project. and the odd thing was they pushed his character so hard before the movie, but he was only in it for maybe five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Uh, but uh, they, they introduce Domino, and they keep her, and she's terrific. Yeah. yeah. And, she's kind and, of a show stealer. And again, a character I never cared about. This yeah. is what I like about when, when these movies do this, when they take a character I never cared about and make me like them. And Domino just, she's so awesome. Yep. And uh, she's going to be back in uh, X-Force. And remember, he's, he's like, um, what's your superpowers? I'm lucky. He's like, that's not a superpower. (laughs) (laughs) And sure enough, she is. So funny. (laughs) And I loved that uh, one of my favorite C-listers finally got a good uh, live action, well, live action CGI debut, Juggernaut. Oh, he's not. I think he's B. Like, I think he's one of Marvel's best. He's I think great. he's one of Marvel's best villains, and he... I think he's... I love oh, Juggernaut. He's he one go, of my He can go toe-to-toe to toe with the Hulk. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. He, he finally gets, like, a good version. Not like that crappy oh, not X-Men Vinny, 3. Not Vinny Jones? No, no, no. Not Vinny Jones with his face and chest See, exposed? I went back I went back and I looked at that. I went, it's look, garbage. Google image that. His Juggie. That costume. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's trash. <laughs> it's really stupid. But well, this Juggernaut is awesome. Right looking. out of the comic. Yeah, straight out of the comic. And he's like, what do you say? He's like, I'm going to melt you down to a cock ring. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, when uh, he's talking to Firefist, just as they're walking along, and he's like, Firefist Fire is is, is a, 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 a new, a a new real, character, or and it's he... a real Marvel character. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. yeah. He's just like, so you wear that helmet to keep your brother from looking into your brain. Yeah, but he's in a wheelchair, so you know, <laughs> it works out. <laughs> it works out. No, every and co- the fact and, they, and Deadpool keeps fucking with that. Firefist character yeah. the whole time about his name. It's like uh-huh. really Firefist? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? you know? uh, well, every every character in this movie is based on a Marvel character, and uh-huh. including the Brad Pitt one. Vanisher. The, Vanisher yeah. is an actual Marvel character. So the Vanisher's in it, but he's just a backpack because <laughs> right? he's invisible. Because he's, he's invisible. invisible. <laughs> and when he when he parachutes out of the fucking 
plane. He really liked this movie. Oh, oh that yes. was so funny. He parachutes out of the plane and he he hits electrical <laughs> wires. He's like, and it shows up, and it's Brad Pitt for a second. And, <laughs> and then it falls to the ground and dies. So uh, one thing I do know about this movie that I didn't see that they did uh, extraordinarily well and, and actually deserve a lot of kudos for is uh, allowing a gay character to not only be a gay character, but not making a big deal out of it. Yeah, because it a was... lot of times in movies, that oh, oh, my favorite, Valkyrie, right? Great yeah. character in uh, Thor Ragnarok. And they actually tried to get buzzed by saying she's a bisexual character. Well, you don't know that. No, it's, it's Nor never, do you need to have a fucking parade about yeah. it either. But but if that's part of the character's agency, then, you know. Well, and that's, and that's what we learn about Negasonic Teenage right. Warhead. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and also, that's one of my favorite things in the movie, yeah. too, is um, Deadpool's relationship with her girlfriend, what's her name? Just likes to say hi to her. Uh, Yuki, to, her Yukio. Yukio, right? And, and Yukio. Like, she's always like, hi, Deadpool. And he's like, hi, Yukio. Is it, hi. That, is it that Yukio? Uh, I think it is. Okay. Uh, help me. Uh, Yukio. Because X-Men is not my universe. Yukio is, uh, is, is I, I think if I remember correctly, uh, Yukio was one of uh, Wolverine's, like, his, his lost love. Oh, no, it's not, oh, it's not, not that Yukio. Yukio. Okay. Is it well, not, but I, am I, I wrong? That is it might not, not even Yukio? Be her we name. might be saying it Let wrong. Let me look. Like, that, I'll look. I'll look. And, no, the, her name's probably Yukio. They only have, like, five exchanges, <laughs> but for some reason it just fucking tickled my funny bone yeah. every time, you know? <laughs> oh, hi, Deadpool. <laughs> hi, Yukio. How are you? You know, I'm like... Let's see. It, it's such it, a but, fucking. But, but yeah, that's the thing about these Deadpool movies is that you can't. They're just for, they're for fun. Yeah, you can't analyze them like a regular superhero. No. Movie. Oh, it is Yukio. I was right. It yes. is Yukio. Yep. Um, but yeah, like it's you're right. It's just like those Zucker brother movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's it's like airplane. Yeah. You can't. You they know, just throw everything against the wall to see what sticks. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And and at the end of the movie, he goes back in time and he fixes everything. He gets his girlfriend back. He yeah. gets he gets Peter back. He, you know, he kills the he kills um yeah he kills what's his face who plays him which guy. Who plays Deadpool? What's his name? Ryan Reynolds. Oh, Ryan yeah, Reynolds. Yeah. yeah, he shoots Ryan oh, Reynolds man. in the head so he never makes the Green Lantern yeah. movie. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds holding the, the first copy like, of the oh, movie. Yeah, I, like, Time for it? the big leagues. Time yep. for the big leagues. Pop. <laughs> You're welcome, Canada. Oh, my goodness. Well, then they did the, the scene from Origins. Yep. Yeah. And he comes out and goes, hey, hey, it's me, Wade. Wait. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, okay, so unloads. I, I, I screwed myself up. Mariko is, oh, is Wolverine's yeah, girlfriend. Thank yeah. you. But Yukio was in the uh, the Wolverine. She was the. She was, she was the girl. Yes. Yeah. She was the other the Japanese ninja girl. That's so her. It, that's probably the same character because I'm seeing both of the actresses show up under the name search. Okay. Uh, there you go. Uh, but let's. We've not talked about the other big. Uh, X-Men character that is in this movie and that is Cable. Yeah. And, and he's so good. He Very fucking cool. kicks ass. And yep. he's there to kick ass and to be the straight man to Deadpool, uh-huh. which is which exactly is his, job. Yeah. his job. And he does it brilliantly. If you are and a fan the, of that character, you got well, to love That's him. the only Deadpool I like in the comics is when Deadpool's teamed up with Cable. Because yeah. it, well, it, why did you go see this goddamn movie then? Because uh, <laughs> I'm kind of fucking busy with my job and well, three hey, businesses. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. And, you know, <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, hey. you know how hard it is to run an escort hey, service? Hey, <laughs> hey, don't hey. rile them up. It's sun's almost get, sunset. Sun's buddy. getting real low, big guy. Come on. Uh, <laughs> 
The the thing I like right. too about uh, Cable's introduction is they didn't really give you any backstory. You they, just, they just threw him in there. Thank like, God, here he is. You don't need it. Yeah. thank God because plus, nobody would understand. Wait, he's Cyclops' kid. <laughs> exactly. Cyclops' yeah. kid with the clone of his dead wife, Jean Grey, but it wasn't. But, it was Madeline Pryor. They didn't. They, they didn't even explain this techno organic virus either. Good. They just yeah. said he's got a robot arm. Yeah. that was all. Yeah. They there said. you go. That's all you need. Cameos that I laughed at when he first time travels back to uh you know to our time. There's two rednecks that they're talking about. Oh, back yes. the Do you know who they are? Yeah. It's Matt Damon and Alan Tudyk. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then there's like all these weird little, like, I was all excited. They, uh, the, the kid goes to jail. Fire Fist. Fire Fist. <laughs> and, uh, Black Tom Cassidy's there. What? Yeah, yeah. Black Who's Tom like, Cassidy is there. I think you, you and you, I, yeah. we both love so, Black Tom Cassidy. So Banshee's, Banshee's fucking brother, yep. the juggernaut's partner in crime, yep. Black fucking Tom Cassidy. Yep. And you think that... Well, the, you, let's let's say what let's I'll let's not back. say what happens. I gotta go watch a movie. Yeah, let's not say what happens <laughs> to Black Tom Cassidy. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. He's a stupid character, but I like him. No, they introduce him though, and yeah, and, and that's that's why it's important. Does he talk about his lost love, Moira? He does Moira. not. Last no, <laughs> Moira. I I don't even think he had an accent, did he? No, I don't think yeah. he did. Well, you know, if you if you're drunk enough, no one has. <laughs> that's true. true. That's not true. So I have a very definite accent. If you're if you're a Marvel Comics fan. You're gonna and fucking if you're, love this. And if you're a and Deadpool if you're, fan or X Men fan, en- it's gonna kill yeah, you. Yeah, if you enjoyed the X Men, if you enjoyed the first Deadpool movie, I you're heard, gonna love it. I heard Colossus was great. He he's was always, always great. great. Yeah, yeah. He's, the, that's, that's, he's the uh, heart of the movie. You well, that was say, the like, element from when when Jimmy found the script to the original movie, and and I was reading it. Um, so great seeing Colossus in there, and yep. that, that carried over really well into the first movie. Mm-hmm. So, and he's like one of my favorite X Men. If they could get Nightcrawler down right, I would be God, really I, happy. Yeah. I thought so he did great. I, they, I, thought he, right? I thought he did. Alan Cumming did a yeah. great job as a Nightcrawler. Oh, I thought he was great. I liked he, him. Yeah, but but Nightcrawler is cocky, mm-hmm. religious, and a pirate. Okay, <laughs> and those are three it's things. True. Those are three things you need to get. Remember that crazy Nightcrawler series? Yep, so yep. good. And so there's there's uh, I think Alan Cumming could still do a great Nightcrawler, but you need to get the fact that. There's a lot of insecurity going on there, they, which they got in the movie. They but. got in the movie. They got the religiosity. They got yeah. so the brooding. But he they got the brooding. He but he's also cocky or a pirate. He didn't he's have a that, cocky pirate. That fun Spider-Man. He and he's no. a, yeah, he's a ladies' yeah. man, despite the fact that he's a hideous demon. You know, yeah. And, <laughs> that, and and so that's kind of his thing. Mm. And and his repartee and the fact that he's literally he's Errol Flynn's Robin Hood, mm. but with blue skin and teleportation abilities, mm. and he mm. can sword fight with his tail. Well. <laughs> It could be that maybe it's because he was under control for Magneto. Could be. There's a lot of reasons why. I think that also Brian Singer is really big on brooding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he'll he'll do brooding over over over, over levity. Fun, yeah. his, I heard he's heartbeat. big on some other stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we we all seal of approval. Geek show. Yeah. 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 I just, Seriously, nine out of stars. Yep. All right. I'm gonna give it. Um, Eleventeen out of stars. Eleventeen wow. out of stars. That's okay. the highest rating we've ever had. I think that's so. A, that's one hundred and seventeen <laughs> stars. Eleventeen, right? Eleventeen. Like seriously, I'm gonna go see it again at Brewies. I'm going with you. Nah, uh really? We're yeah, let's go. Let's go on a date. We're going on a date. Yeah. We haven't had a date yeah. for a long time. No, not since San Diego <laughs> when we tore up that town. Uh, movies, games. Who's first? I got it. If uh, you go ahead. Okay. okay. Uh, there's not a whole lot coming out this week. You got um, Bomberman, Super Bomberman R. If you like the Bomberman games, uh, Jurassic World Evolution game. I, game, yeah. Can I play as Jeff Goldblum? No. <laughs> if I remember correctly, this is a, a, a 
park simulator game where oh. you like try to build the park up. I could be wrong, but I think mm. that's what it is. That's that's really about why it. Why people There's... still go in that park, man? I know, right? Oh, actually, it's like why I do did... kids keep going to Camp because Crystal Lake? I did forget um, real quick. The Lego The Incredibles comes out this week. I, oh, the so, Lego version. Yeah, the oh. Lego version of The Incredibles. Oh, so that, that might be good. Jen's son's favorite fucking movie is. The Incredibles. No, I'm excited. For I can't one. wait for him to get to play game. that game. There's there's a great YouTube video going around right now where they reshot Jurassic World, but with parkour experts and guys in those inflatable oh, dinosaur suits. I was watching suits. that early while we were here, <laughs> and I'm I'm shitting you not. These guys in the blow up dinosaur costumes are doing parkour too. So the guy that's playing Chris Pratt, he's running around doing parkour off of shit, and these guys in the inflatable dinosaur suits are doing backflips <laughs> off of shit too. But wow. they're they're not sticking their landings, which makes it even funnier. Wow. <laughs> so get these and the guys, dinosaurs are flopping down. Yeah, they're just flopping down, and they're getting up and running. And I, hurts. I was thoroughly entertained for like four minutes. <laughs> well, you might be getting those costumes. Huh? It's insane. Oh. I could I get make my I've always wanted to walk size. around in one of those costumes. As long as it's a Godzilla one. I I don't want a standard T-Rex. I want if a Godzilla you, if one. If you get a Godzilla one, let me know, and I will build you a cardboard city. I had a there Godzilla you, one at the time. You. You're thank welcome. You. Uh, yes. Here we go. Tomb Raider's coming out. So. I have I, I oh, no, got is this, it on the on demand. This is the new one, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I'm looking forward to seeing this. Alicia Vikander. Is it good? Yeah, it's not bad. I heard it's just okay, but but I like her, well, and yeah, so okay. it's a huge, as far as video game movies go, it's yeah, a masterpiece. Say, it's, yeah. a <laughs> it's a huge That's step in the right direction. <laughs> I hear she puts in the second best video game performance after Dennis Hopper and Super Mario Brothers. That's yeah, true. That's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a great movie called Love Simon's coming out. Uh, that's a good one. It's a very good movie. Uh, Forrest Gump is on 4K, and so is Terminator Genesis. Oh, that was a weird package to get. That is weird. I like. I just that thought it movie. was weird that the Terminator came to kill Phil Collins. <laughs> Sherlock Gnomes is out, and that's called Jenny, no! Johnny, Johnny Depp needs alimony. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then don't hit your wife, jackass. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Darkman trilogy. The oh. first one's actually great. I, is oh, Die Darkman I, die on I, there? I, I watched the first one again, like. A year or two ago, and yeah. I was like, so Sam Raimi. Like, this show is so fucking bug nuts. Remember, yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Remember, remember the Vice Boys when the end came and Bruce Campbell turned around and he was Dark Man, yeah. and, and Jeff and Scott just screamed. They ah! yeah. lost their shit. Yeah, and then they made us watch Crime Wave, and then I hated them. Yeah. Uh, I got a package. Fucking Crime Wave's a classic. <laughs> I got a package the other day. Uh, Coming to America and Trading Places are now on Blu-ray. Oh, oh. really? When Eddie Murphy was funny. Two very <laughs> funny Eddie Murphy performances, especially, especially Trading Places, in my opinion. I, I agree with you. you know. Ooh, would you put that over the other one? Yeah. I would. Over Trading Spaces? Yeah, I think I'd choose Coming to America. Because, because trading, spaces you, or trading Places, you've got this great ensemble cast. Right. Yep. Everybody hits yep. it in And Coming to America is more shticky. Yeah. Hmm. I, I'm not saying it's a, no, I no, love no, that it's, movie. It's, it's great. great. It's great. It's just trading. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like, the two rich guys give their 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 butler or whatever it is five dollars for a Christmas bonus. Five dollars. Maybe I'll go to the movies <laughs> by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one goes, half of that is from me. Yeah, exactly. God, and they they one. reprise those roles in Coming to America. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, Mortimer. Yes, I don't know. Correct. I think Eddie Murphy. I thought it was Statler and Waldorf. No, that's no, the Muppets. Uh, they're brothers. Right I think yeah, right. I think Eddie Murphy peaked on Meet Dave. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of this room. <laughs> Meet Dave was originally going to be very good. One of the guys from Mystery Science Theater wrote that. 
And uh, really? he, he talked about it on a podcast recently, yes. And he explained the original concept. And it's, it was called Starship Dave it, when he wrote it. Mm-hmm. And then he said that it got in the hands of the system and it kind of... I, I just They pulled all the teeth out it of it. Just, yeah, yeah, it just it went elsewhere. You know? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, Orange is the New Black, season five. Love that show. Fuck yes. Does it pick up after season three? Do they ever leave Herschel's farm? I got bored in season three. <laughs> uh, well, you're asking the wrong person because I loved every episode. Oh, really? I'm yeah. just glad oh, okay. that what's her name? I mean, that was I was sad to see that character die in that, but now she's on uh, uh, Handmaid's Tale and she's just amazing. Who? Who? Uh, the actress? Who? I can't remember. Laura Papon? name? No, oh, no. God, Laura uh, Papon. I've always loved. Her. I know the one you're talking. She should have been Mary Jane about, Watson right? all along. Laura Papon, I love she you. She was the, the one in in uh, Orange Is the New Black that used to distill her own uh, hooch. The uh, she used to make her own wine. Her uh, right? her character's name the last name ended in I, I, E. I can't remember her name though. With or a Y. Mm. Anyway, now so, I got to look. That's so that's, good though. Such a good actress. Uh, that is the show that helped me appreciate Col- uh, Kate Mulgrew as an actress. That's true. No, yeah, exactly. exactly. I, I, she's fantastic. I agree hundred percent. Because because for me it was like she was either. She's either uh, Miss Columbo or she was Catherine Janeway. <laughs> and I did not like Catherine Janeway. <laughs> yeah, but I really liked her in. Chakotay. Uh, the re-release of Will and Grace, which I actually fell in love with that show on the re-release. So, it's oh, you're show. watching the new ones? Uh, well, I watched the old ones after watching the new ones. Oh, okay. Like I went Megan, back and watched Megan Mullally oh. is an underappreciated fucking gem. That character, oh, especially in Children's is. Hospital. Yes. Could you imagine going to dinner with her and her husband? I imagine I it's quite boring. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 her. The actress I'm thinking of is Samira Wiley. She played Pusey. Pusey, that's it. Oh, uh, yeah. oh god, yes. she was so She's good, so yeah, fucking good. For She's sure. such a good actress. That was such like a heartbreaking. Oh, it was. Episode. Like I sobbed. Yeah. yeah. God, anyway. it's a good show. Sorry. And then uh, Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger's best movie ever, Junior, is on Blu-ray. Please, <laughs> please, Hercules in New York. <laughs> Who told you you could eat my cookies? <laughs> Wait, no, I think that's from the the Christmas one. Damn I, it. I, I I do an impression of Schwarzenegger. In Hercules in New York. Oh, let's hear it. I am Hercules. <laughs> yes. You sound just like him. Exactly. Hey, I, I got a quick review. Um, 74 Smarties in Mike's Hard Lemonade tastes kind of like vaguely alcoholic chalk and bad decisions. So don't do it. So don't. I give this, I give this none out of stars. None oh. out of stars, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And also, um, Bill Nye, I'm sorry, I can't guest host this week. I'm not actually a scientist. Oh. Well, he isn't either. Well, I know. He's, a, he's, a, he's an engineer. Um, one of my professors at Westminster knew him and said he's a raging alcoholic. Oh, good. Oh. I want to drink with Bill him. Bill Nye? Yeah. Yep. I want to drink with him then. <laughs> I do too. Let's, Let's see if out. we can drink him under the table. Let's go out and show him how it's done. Hey, Bill Nye, you don't know <laughs> fucking shit. I remember listening to, to uh, Radio from Hell when you guys had him on as a guest, a guest call-in one time, and he just talked about his sponsorship with Wet Ones the entire, yeah. <laughs> the entire interview. Ones. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to talk about space and shit. And you ever like, had a wet one? You ever if, had a mess? If your fingers are sticky, use Wet Ones. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Poor, well, the poor guy wasn't working at the time. He he needed the money. It wasn't his low. He wasn't like revered like he is now. Not now, yeah. It was post uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy TV show, but pre the comeback. Yeah. So yeah. I, I wonder, you know, like if the ghost of Bob Ross is just wandering around saying, "I wish I could have been cool and relevant again." Oh. I could have. I could have used some weapons. No, if he if he had a comeback right now, if he hadn't died, mm-hmm. you know, all these oh. all these kids that just fucking love his hackery, He'd be a fucking rock star. Yeah. Yeah, mm. groupies, man. Exactly. Bob Ross groupies. All right, uh, uh, let's oh, uh, wrap this up then. Mr. B, if you would, please. Um, oh, this one's going to suck, right? 
made Tony very happy. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Because <laughs> I like usually I think about it the whole episode. I haven't at all. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, this one's gonna suck. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, fuck it. I've already announced it. Deadpool more ham. Fuck oh, it. I don't there care. you go. All right, yeah, that's not bad. You've stayed till the end of the episode. You get a boatload of celebrities. I say shitload. Uh, uh, definitely a shitload <laughs> of celebrities, I'll say. Uh, Jimmy Martin, we, we have reviewed Tag, and we have reviewed Incredibles 2. Now let's talk to the people. And now let's, yes, the people who made the damn movies. All right, we'll start with the director of Tag. His name's Josh, or Jeff Tosmick. Uh, he's more of like a, he directs stand-up specials. Oh, okay. And this is his first feature. Oh, really? So we talked about that. And well, but he's used to working with funny people, so. Yeah, and there's a lot. So here right. we go. Absolute pleasure meeting you. Uh, so what was the initial reaction you had when you found out that a group of guys had been playing tag for 30 years? Well, it seemed, it seemed super stupid to me at first. <laughs> In fact, I got the script and saw it was called tag, and I was like, I'm not reading this. Yeah. Um... And, uh, but then I, I did, and the funny thing about, about it is, as stupid as it is, it's an incredible magic trick to stay connected to your friends. Sure. Um, and I, I think it's rare that people, um, and even I have the struggle, s- still are in touch with those 10, 12, 5, whatever people that they grew <laughs> up with when they were 9. Yeah. But these guys have done it, so call them foolish. But they they, work, they figured out a workaround not many people do. Yeah. And it certainly beats a golf trip. I was going down your, your career, and like it's uh, mainly you know comedy specials and like that. What made yeah. you want to do a feature film, you know, finally? Well, you know, I, I always wanted to make a, a, a feature since I was a kid. Sure. Um, and, and, but I got into doing television for a long time, and it's really fun. Yeah. And you get to make so much, and... You know, it's it's pretty pretty relaxed compared to <laughs> making a movie, but um, uh, and it, it's tough to find a uh, a comedy feature that is this optimistic and sweet at sure. the end of the day, um, and it's really important to me because I'm sort of a sap and, and an optimist. Oh, so yeah. I didn't want to just make a movie where it was just sort of cynical and people being jerks to each other, and and often that's the easier way to to make jokes, so yeah. it's rare you find something like this. And also there's just a true story that's this sweet. That's uh, the craziest part. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's nuts. It's, but but they still do it. Like, I had dinner with uh, one of the guys a couple months ago, and he demanded to sit with his back to the door. This is, this is a grown man with a very, like, a good sure. job, you know? That's the thing about these guys. They're not, they, they have families. They're very successful, largely. They're all over the place. And, uh, but this guy, you know, sat at dinner the whole time asking me, he's like, do you know if Joey's in town? <laughs> do you know where, do you know where Dennehy is right That's now? That's um, They're still that serious. It's yeah. been going on 35 years. Uh, if, of all the cast members, who would you not want to play tag with? I would be terrified to play tag with Isla. I uh, think that she would, she would she probably kill me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she is, she is the most... Intense That's of funny. everyone, much like her character, who is who is probably the best player of the game. In the it, play a game for thirty years. What would you choose? That is a good question. I mean, <laughs> a freeze tag, <laughs> tunnel tag, some other, some more specific version of tag. Yeah. Uh, no, but a tag is a pretty simple one. It's a pretty good, uh, pretty good guess. Good game. Absolute pleasure meeting you. <laughs> really nice to meet you. Thanks, Thanks man. Okay, director. Yeah. Jeff Tosmic. Annabelle Wallace. Annabelle Wallace. No. Now, is she is she the one from Iron, the Iron Man movies? Is she? The blonde? 
She's from Annabelle, The Mummy. Oh, she was co-ed in X-Men First Class. <laughs> I'm getting her mixed up with the other actress that you're going to... Peaky Blinders? Yeah. yeah I don't know. I'm, I'm getting her mixed up with the other actress that you're going to interview. Oh, yeah. All right. Here she is. Absolute pleasure to meet you. Hi. Hey, uh, so what was your first initial reaction finding out about a guy's 30 years playing tag? Well, I was kind of very surprised by it. I was like, I didn't quite believe it was true. And then I read the original article and... It was very much true. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, what a what an amazing story. And I was intrigued to see how they were going to play it out in the film. <laughs> and once the cast came together and I knew it would be just Jeff Tomzik and I spoke to him about his ideas, I got very excited to be part of it. Of all the <laughs> cast members, who would you not want to play tag with? Oh, my God. I don't know. I could outdo all of them, I feel like. <laughs> no, I, could, uh, I feel like John Hamm is very athletic. He's sure. also very large, long arms. Yeah. He's got the advantage. Everybody said Renner. Renner is fast, <laughs> and he's, like, cheeky. Yeah. So he'd kind of trick you into something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I, I think I'd be, I'd be the threat. I'm fast. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> uh, uh, is there any genre or director or actor you haven't worked with that you haven't done yet that you'd like to try oh out? Oh, my God, there's so many. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I love comedy, but I also love drama. Um, gosh, I think the greats, you know, like Spielberg, Scorsese, sure. you know, Tarantino even, you know, it's few and far between that they're making films at the moment, the climate that we're in. So any chance to work with them before they um, stop making <laughs> uh, would be great. Yeah. But and actors, gosh, Meryl Streep, again, the greats, Ooh. the greats that, you know, you know, are kind of ready to pass on the gauntlet to the other, you know, yeah. to the other generation. So, yeah, I, I think Meryl Streep at the moment would be someone I'd love to. Work and the with. one question I like to ask everybody, I think it tells a lot about a person. What is your go to karaoke song? Oh, oh my God! I I just have a new one. Holding back the, you know the simply red. Holding back the years. Do you know that one? No, I don't. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my God, it's so good, <laughs> and it's just in my tone. You know, I have a quite a, a low tone to my voice. Sure, it's sure. Very hard. I'm, it's very. I struggle in a karaoke environment. Yeah. I can't do the whole. The more I carry pictures, <laughs> I can Nobody do the more, can. The more, more of an Edith Piaf. <laughs> I'm more of an Edith. <laughs> Absolute pleasure meeting you. Oh, yeah, Thank you so much. Too. Very nice. Woo. Okay. Now the people you probably think you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher, who is married to Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. Who is just beautiful. Both of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, all, everyone is beautiful, I swear. <laughs> you just feel like an asshole when you sit across from them. Uh, and Leslie Bibb, who she uh, she's filmed a movie in Utah before. And she gives it one of the greatest names. I'm not going to tell you what it is okay. until after the interview. All right. And they are laughing motherfuckers. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Salt Lake City. Nice. Yeah. You ever been? Yes, of course. You got to come. <laughs> Shot a movie in Salt Lake. Is there a place called like Sugar Puss or Sugar Town or Sugar? It's sugar. I live there. It's called Sugar House. It's sugar House. Sam, not Sugar Puss. Sam called it Sugar Puss forever. That's why I called Sugar Puss. Sugar Town. Yeah. Yes. Sugar, Sugar House. Sugar House. <laughs> Sugar Puss. Sorry. Well, it's a pleasure to meet both of you. I'm uh, sorry. Um, Come on, Sugar Puss. Let's go. We need I'm so... Totally... Okay, go. No, you're fine. 
When you guys found out that a group of guys were playing tag for 30 years, what was your initial reaction? I thought it was really amusing, and I just think any time um, there's like a normal situation, but people are taking it too seriously, it's rife for comedic material. Sure. Yeah, I think also I loved when you were like, oh, a movie about tag, and then you're like, based on a true story. Yeah. And it's not like a horror movie where you're like, based on true events, and then it's like, yeah, nobody came into the house. It wasn't, there weren't ghosts. This is truly based, and I feel like the things that happened in the movie aren't even as far as these guys go in real life. Oh, right. Like, you're yeah. gonna think like, oh, this is a little crazy. Uh, these guys in real life yeah. go even farther. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're Looney Tunes. They should they're... be doing the press junket, really. <laughs> no one would want to see this movie more than if they talked about the I'm shenanigans. so excited yeah. that these guys are going to be there and their wives are going to be there. They're going to be at Renner's house at that dinner, I think. Oh, fun. I know. So I just, I don't know. I love this idea that there are these, this group of people, the wives and the husbands, who continue to have this great connection to their childhood yeah. and to continue to do it and and go to these lengths to have fun and, and stay young. Now you brought up Renner because uh, the other room said that they don't want to play with him. Which one actor or actress <laughs> would you not want to play tag with? Would I not want to play tag with? <laughs> I would, I mean, I'm saying this only because <laughs> I you would. going to say. <laughs> you, because you would, you, I'm competitive and I feel like it would be like you would it would be intense. And I have to say that I would... Wait, in real life or the characters? In real life. In in real real life, life. I would say I would want to play with me too because I'm really slow runner. I would beat me. (laughs) I'm the slowest runner and I'm not really um, motivated. I'm sort of occasionally highly competitive and motivated, but then sort of equally lazy. I can't really work it out. Like sometimes I'm like, I really want to do something. But and if I, you're hungry, if you need a snack, you need to stop and, and like, I'm just not, I'm not, you know what? I'm not consistent in my, like. <laughs> but when you're in, you're in. Yes. But if she's not motivated. I don't know. I also feel like um, ham would be like, I feel like it would be like Guantanamo. Like you would be oh, like, yeah, I not no. Yeah, no, no, I, I like, so agree with that. Yeah, I feel oh like Oh my Ham, gosh, I'm actually scared 100%. 100%. I feel like <laughs> Ham would be like, yes. like he would, you would come out and you'd be like, I don't even know what happened. I don't know how yeah. it happened, but you're crying. Yeah. And you're like, how did I get hogtied? Yeah, it would be Ham. That's right. Wouldn't it be one tear and hogtied? Yeah, and you would be like, what? how did this happen? Absolute pleasure to meet both of you. Okay. Yeah, bye. And there we are. Sugarpuss. Beautiful women. She goes, isn't there a town called Sugarpuss? There should be. Well, it's not. I go, no, I live there. It's called Sugar House. Sugar House. <laughs> Utah's not going to have a Sugarpuss. We should have one. We should. Yes. All right, next one. Uh, you know him from New Girl and I believe the Jurassic World movies, Jake Johnson. He's very funny. He's an improviser, I believe, with uh, Upright Citizens Brigade. I, could I be. did not know that. Yeah, very funny dude. Huh. He's, he is the voice of uh, Peter, Peter Parker, Parker. Yeah. in the new Spider-Man animated movie. After, I don't like talking about other movies on other people's junkets just because I think you know it's odd. But you gotta. It's I, Spider-Man. I didn't. You didn't? No. Oh, I actually forgot. But All like, right. No. But and then uh, the person who Jay says that should never have to buy a drink again for the rest of his life, Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris, funny motherfucker. <laughs> He's the guy who got him. Yep, here we go. <laughs> it's a pleasure meeting both of you guys. Uh, I just want to say real fast, what was your initial reaction when someone told you that a group of guys were playing tag for 30 years? I was, that sounds about right. <laughs> sounds right. Why not? In this day and age, of course that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it's seen, there's a lot that's going on that's not necessarily nice. Mm. And what I liked about this is it just seemed like a nice thing a group of people were doing to stay together. And at their age, they kept a group of friends together and yeah. spanned generations with their kids. And I yeah. thought it's pretty positive. <laughs> and also think about how, like, when the, the level you can take tag to when you have disposable income for sure. versus being uh, a child like you, when you can afford flights right. it changes everything <laughs> you got a credit card that tag game goes way up <laughs> stand-up comedians are one of my favorite things in the world and i wanted to say who was your comedic influences growing up I would say chappelle i definitely yeah. watched a lot of chappelle when i first started chris rock patrice o'neill uh bill burr um yeah Watched a lot of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, <laughs> Animaniacs and stuff, yeah. Uh, if you had to play a game for 30 years, what would you play? NBA 2K. <laughs> I'm, I'm already on 18. NBA <laughs> <laughs> 2K 30, <laughs> you got I'm like already past halfway there. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I don't really know. A game for 30 years. No games? Well, hopefully marriage. Oh, that's a good one. Hopefully I can get to 30 years in my marriage. That's a, a good, yeah. intense game. 30 years, and, That'll then, be real. and then you own it, right? There's, Wait, there's no, a, that's... <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a lease to buy kind of thing. Of any actor or actress, who would you not want to play tag with? Probably The Rock or Dave Bautista, these like huge guys who are now you know, action <laughs> actors guys who are just muscle freaks. I wouldn't want to go with one of these guys. Uh, I, would, I would have to say... Uh, Jessica Chastain. Why? Yeah. She seems intense. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I would want to play with Chastain. We got a different vibe on this. You're going for emotionally intense. You don't want to play with I'm going for physically intense. Play me. Thanks, buddy. Did you see uh, Hannibal on, uh, <clears throat> I can't remember what, Jimmy Kimmel? No. Where he told the story about hiring the double to go to the Spider-Man oh. premiere. I did look for it online. It's hilarious. I've heard that story, but not his, like, the way he told it. Yeah, he tells the whole story about I how did. he's he's filming Tag, and and he he can't go to the Spider Man premiere because oh. he's working, so he hires the double. He <laughs> says that's how hard I'm working on a movie set. I can take time to find a, and the the guy looks nothing like Hannibal, which is what's funny. <laughs> but anyway, find it online. He, he does know now that he never needs to buy a drink ever again. All right, all right. Next one, who we got? Probably the manliest room I've ever done. I'll say. All three at once? All three at once. Oh. So it's like you get two questions or three questions in, and they just kind of go at each other. Yeah. And so it's Ed Helms, Jeremy Renner, and John Hamm. Wow. <laughs> go. Nice to meet all three of you. Uh, what was your first initial reaction to finding out about a group of guys playing tag for 30 years? Well, I've, I actually first, I think I was told the idea before I was told that it was real. Yeah. yeah. And when I first heard the idea, I just thought, this is kind of silly. Like, no one does this. <laughs> and then the Wall Street Journal article, it's like, oh, no, this is real. These guys really do this. <laughs> and that kind of made it awesome. That yeah. made it feel kind of tangible and suddenly, like, oh, yeah, this is a great premise for a movie. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I got really, really interested when you heard uh, the lengths that they would go to to tag each other. And that's when I'm like, oh, yeah, this is on. It's uh, a game. I, it's not just like tag, you're it. It's no. like, it's full on. It's on. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cloak and dagger. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's, it is like James stuff. Bond. Born identity. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. But, yeah. but frumpy yeah. guys trying to do I read the article and was, was hooked immediately. I just, yeah, for, for many of the reasons that these guys mentioned, but just the idea, I could see it immediately opening the movie of a guy getting ready to talk to a reporter and somebody busting in and 
there's nothing funnier to me than a guy in a full suit running somewhere fast <laughs> yeah. because you're kind of like, that shouldn't happen. Something's mm-hmm. gone wrong yeah. uh, or gone hilarious. And and that's how the movie opens. It's just, you know, yeah. this, it goes wrong. What is one actor or actress you would not want to play tag with? Well, Jeremy's kind of a killer. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's pretty... Uh, yeah. uh, He's pretty. He's got a lot of skills. He's, he's well, flexible and fast. And, but I, think, I think what you're <laughs> not to crush them. I think the skill that you have over everyone is is that you just have so much reckless abandon. You just will do anything with your body. You don't. You'll <laughs> fling and flail yourself yeah. all over the place. Breaking the arms. I'm a little more dainty. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dive through things or jump out of cars. Both of you guys have children. Take care of yourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right. <laughs> If you had to play one game for 30 years, what would you play? Darts. Darts. <laughs> um, Mario Kart. That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm, I would challenge you really good one. at that. Hide and seek. I just, just hide for 30 years. For 30 years. <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> Come to have a big beard. That's a good one. Howard Goose. Actually, I love a good board game. Boggle. Scrabble. Oh, sure. That was good. Keep the mind sharp. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Parcheesy. Yeah. And then one question I like to ask everybody, and I think it tells a lot about a person, is what is your go-to karaoke song? Uh, we built this city on rock and roll. That's a good one. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that, but we actually did. We, all, we actually we all three of us. We actually built this city on rock and roll. It's the three of us together. It's a while. It's architectural design. We used to landscape <laughs> yeah. design. Yeah. To meet you guys. <laughs> Thank you. After that interview, Jimmy had to announce that he is pregnant. Yep. Because of the manliness. It's a man baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There's uh, Tag. All the celebrities from Tag. And now we get to The Incredibles 2. Did I get it again? Incredibles 2. And uh, where where, where should we start? With the uh, the, producer and director? Yeah, John Walker and Brad Bird. Brad Bird, who made the Iron Giant. Iron Giant and Mission Impossible. Yeah. Was it Ghost Protocol is the one he did? I can't remember. I can't remember. He's done a couple. But uh, he's he's, an excellent storyteller. So, 14 years later, when was the moment you decided that you're like, it's time to do a sequel? I don't think I've ever said it's time to go (laughs) do a sequel. I kind of am outspoken that there's too many of them. That said, I do like several of my favorite films are sequels, and and I've done a couple myself. I mean, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol was a sequel. So, uh, uh, I think that I had the notion of Bob and Helen switching roles as I was promoting the first film. Mm. And I also knew that the audience knew that Jack-Jack had multiple powers, but the Parr family (laughs) did not. So I knew I had that to play with, too. Um, But the other part, uh, the the villain part, uh, which was also latent in being figured out in the first one, that kept changing and yeah. kept changing and changing. And the idea that I pitched that, that got us the go-ahead is not the idea we ended up making. No. And it was just, it was kind of like the first film where I, we, I got it going at Pixar, the original Incredibles, with a different villain. Yeah. And then we discovered a better villain on the way uh, <laughs> of making the film and we changed the plot to accommodate him. Yeah. What was the original pitch? The original pitch <laughs> was that uh, for this film? Yeah. It involved AI, oh. uh, and it was uh, very different. It had some really cool scenes in yeah. it, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't ultimately, it didn't serve the core story of Bob and Helen switching roles in the family yeah, and all yeah. that. Gotcha. So It was more media-centric, uh, less yeah. 
you know, get superheroes. Well, the first one again. was not media. The yeah, first yeah. one was AI. Oh, yeah. And then, Remember? After that, and then we then went to the we media. media. <laughs> <laughs> that was the third step. Yeah. yeah. So this there's a the lot of writing. Step. I wrote a lot of stuff that I didn't use. Yeah. Do you think superheroes are good for the world? It depends which side of the fence. Uh, if you need your <laughs> butt to be saved, I think you're going to waive some of the destructiveness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do, I do side with... Uh, Evelyn a bit, and you know, super. You know, you should rely on yourself. You know, I think mm -hmm. you know, su superheroes ah, make us weak. Got a little weak. libertarian. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Superheroes can make you weak, right? Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't depend on them, but it's it's good. To nice have. to have them. Yeah. Right. Greatest power, worst power for superheroes. Anything that makes them uh, uh, feel like uh, they're in control and they can dominate. I think any power that can go badly, badly evil. Well, and I, I like, you know, I like power. I, what I love about The Incredible, especially the first one, is people discovering their powers, getting mm. better at their powers. This idea that you just have these 100% perfect powers yeah. right away. Yeah. It's like, it's much more <laughs> yes. fun for, you know, you see Violet, she gets better and better and better at the force fields, even in this Yeah, you know, I this always film. liked it yeah. in Star Wars that Luke... Uh, had the force, but but just a little, and he had to work at it. And yeah, I, I yeah. hate and nowadays people just want want to cut to the big explosion super <laughs> scenes, and it makes it kind of boring. Right. Name one person cooler than Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, it's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know God. <laughs> Can't be done. Can't yeah, be done. I, you know, yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of one. Uh, no. He was my first choice, so yeah, yeah. and we got him somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute pleasure meeting you guys. Yeah. Thanks, too. Great. Thank yeah. you. See ya. All right. And uh, the uh, the character in the first Incredible Syndrome uh -huh. was based on his look, on Brad Bird's look. So oh. if you look at Syndrome, it looks like him. It He's does. He's got the freckles and the red hair. Wasn't it voiced by Jason Lee? Voiced by Jason Lee, but He's, yeah. I had his skate shoes when I was a kid. <laughs> really? Yeah, Jason Lee. You'll have to tell me that story sometime. Yeah. Who we got next? Uh, let's see. Catherine Kinner and Bob Odenkirk. Two very funny people. Uh, dude. In the same room. I wow. always like to take pictures of them like smiling. <laughs> he, ne I mean, he kind of like chuckled. I mean, he was having a ball, uh -huh. but like he just keeps it so inner side. She is losing her fucking mind. <laughs> like, it's so funny. He's good at that. And his karaoke answer is probably one of the best ones I've ever heard. All right. Absolute pleasure to meet both of you. I have to say, real fast, thank you so much for Mr. Show. One of the greatest shows wow, of yeah. all time. Big time welcome, <laughs> man. Are superheroes a good thing for the world? I think it's an immediate uh, complication. You think it's a solution, it'll solve problems, but of course, it would it would just there'd be just as many issues because they, if if they didn't come to your rescue, you'd be like, where were you? Yeah. You'd be there'd be so many people mad at them for not helping. It would. I don't know if it would help that much. I don't think it would help that much. I think we'd be in the same stew, right, like that. <laughs> Well, I think I, I kind of agree with you because I mean, what in our what in our society is like is a, a police officer considered a superhero? And then, you know, I mean, things get compromised. Sure. And then and then what happens? But all these superheroes seem to. It, maybe that's my thing about not seeing super. Anyway. Not wanting to have a super. <laughs> not thinking of a superpower. Yeah, I, I, I just think don't it's. Know what uh, it is. It's a fun thing to fantasize about, but it, the complications would present themselves yeah. immediately. You brought superpowers. What's the best one and the worst one? Flying is probably the, the real superpowers. 
not the made up flying's one. Flying's amazing. Flying, I would do flying. Uh, me yeah. too. And by the way, I would fly slowly. <laughs> I would not fly fast. I don't understand flying fast. I don't no. understand those rides you go on in amusement parks that are that go fast. Yeah. I would want to take my time and see everything. Have you ever <laughs> jumped out of a plane? No. Oh, well, Is it's it cool? fun to go fast. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Have you? So rock it down. Yeah. Really? More oh. than once? Just once. Oh, yeah? But I did it the 18,000 mark where you need oxygen. Oh, wow. And not really by myself. I did it in tandem, obviously. Right. I mean, yeah. And it was fun to go fast. Oh, my God. Well, the thing is that you do actually, you drop free fall for such a long time that you get over the, this is weird. And then it's sort of like, you, you don't feel you're like, like this you're going is fast. my life now. <laughs> this, this is, is my life from here on out. <laughs> I'm going to be falling fast yeah. towards the earth. I think I just, I would just faint. Just, it, it, no, it's kind of cool. And then you actually get to steer, you know, so. I don't know. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> wow. It is pretty You're amazing. You're making me want to do it. It's. I'll take you out there. <laughs> I, I would love. It's to easy. Do that. I just went by myself one day. I was like, oh. Oh wow. By yourself. Yeah. You're cool. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm doing <laughs> <than> me. <laughs> I thought today could be the day. No. <laughs> I've asked everybody. Uh, question I like to ask everybody, and it tells a lot about a person. What is your go-to karaoke song? Oh, uh, I really have one. Ebony and Ivory, and then I lecture over the whole song. I don't sing <laughs> any of it. I just lecture about racism. That's amazing. It's so much fun because people keep waiting for you to start to sing, and you just keep going. That's people <laughs> have to stop hating each other, and, and it's like, well, and you, you just you really the whole song. Yeah, well, that the whole song you talk, you lecture people. I've never done karaoke. I'm extremely a, no shy one can steal singing. that. That's mine. I get to do that for my whole life because I thought of it. She'll right. skydive, but not karaoke. No, that's scarier to me. It's karaoke <laughs> for for real. I don't know. I don't. You know gotta think of a trick like that. A song. I, I've got. I'm gonna. Nice, nice to meet you, Jimmy. There we go. Yep. Ivory and Ebony. <laughs> but he doesn't sing it. He just talks about not being racist the entire time. <laughs> He's truly one of my comedy heroes. Uh, him and David Cross, of course. With well. That's how I started the interview. I said, you yeah. know, thank you for Mr. Show. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get a God damn it out of him, though. God damn it! <laughs> he does it better than anybody. All right, who's next? Uh, Is it the three in the room? No, it's just the two. Just the two? It's Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. Craig T. Nelson. Coach. And Holly Hunter, who I still love from Raising Arizona. I was just going to say that. <laughs> She's so good in that. Uh, I need me a baby high. <laughs> <laughs> She's so funny. 797. Ah, bullshit. <laughs> Here we go. Absolute pleasure to meet both of you. Are superheroes a good thing? Yeah, I, I, I think they are. I think they're inspiring. And I, when you say superheroes, for me, it's like specifically the incredible. Yeah. Yeah, because I think what they inspire is like a lot of hope. Uh, there's some trust mm -hmm. and a feeling that there's a, a family out there that's dedicated to being right yeah. and doing right. And also, you know, with each other yeah. and maintaining that kind of uh, family. And I also think that, um, that, you know, one of the one of the, the, the feelings that you got and the, the, the desires that you got from the first movie was all the children going, I want to be who I am. I, I want to live up to my gift. Yeah. You know, dash, 
<laughs> being held back from running as fast as he can. Sure. That, you know, just that, that feeling, and in a way, I think that this particular superhero movie is about, like, these people living up to their gift, that they, that they get to exploit it, to celebrate it, to, um, to take it to its fullest potential. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's a beautiful thing that the family works in concert together um, in, in that way. Yeah. Yeah, no, so I think the superhero aspect of this movie is invaluable. Was it hard jumping back into a role 14 years later? It was for me. <laughs> was it? Was <laughs> it really? Yeah. It was hard. It was difficult. I just didn't think, uh, well, I had to see the first one again. And then I wasn't sure I could match the vocal quality. Oh. Yeah, you totally did. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, and it really worried me because... Uh, <laughs> I didn't think I could do it, but wow. we worked at it. And you were so wrong. Yeah. Well, I often am. I mean, because you're unbelievable in the movie. Unbel- I mean, Craig is unbelievably great. So funny. <laughs> Was it hard for you? No, I mean, you know, I think that, that we, the way that, that Brad did both movies is as soon as we were in a recording studio and Brad was there where you are, yeah. and I was here where I, I, I that. It, it, it was just um, yeah. the familiarity of that yeah. was there. What is the greatest superpower? In general? Yeah. Or the one I'd like to have? or we, whatever, you, whatever you want. For me, it would be compassion. I just, uh, it, it's something I'd like to see a lot more of, not only in myself, but us uh, socially get beyond this angst and anger that's out there. Yes. Um, agreed. Agreed. Same one? Well, I, you know, I, I, I always had these recurring dreams when I was a child um, that I still occasionally have, which is the ability to swim underwater and never have to come up for air. Yeah. That has always been a slight kind of, I don't know, how yeah. cool would that be? It's Aquaman. I mean, not nearly as, <laughs> as, as worthy as endless compassion yeah but no but you, you're, endless you're right. swimming underwater is <laughs> pretty cool <laughs> and i i had that same dream and really it's, it's apnea sleep apnea <laughs> <laughs> absolute right. pleasure meeting you guys thank you so much thank you, you. Too. and there we are he's a tough nut to crack he is i got him a little bit uh, it's all right though y- you do your best with well i'm <laughs> I won't go into it. <laughs> uh, so who's next? Sam Jackson? Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Jesus. Love him. It's an absolute honor to meet you. Like, oh. I'm going to freak out probably. Oh, <laughs> was it hard to jump into a role 14 years later? No, it's two days later. This movie starts two days after the last movie ended. <laughs> I think it's been 14 years. Really? Yeah. Never, never crossed my mind. <laughs> felt, felt like yesterday when I stepped into the booth and there was Brad sitting there. <laughs> Do you think that superheroes are good or bad for the world? You know what? I have, I have, I have different thoughts about that. I get why they would be banned because I'm, I'm always looking at, looking at residual damage and going, okay, they're <laughs> flying in the buildings. I hope this is a holiday and nobody's at work. <laughs> you know. So I think about things like that. Um, but I think, you know, feeding the fantasies of people who want to be, you know, more than themselves mm-hmm. is, you know, it's fun. It gives it, it, it gives people a place to escape to. Yeah. I mean, the world is just, you know, kind of depressing these days. So yeah. escapism <laughs> is a good thing. 
<laughs> what do you think is the greatest superpower and the worst superpower? Greatest superpower is, in my opinion, teleportation. It's a good one. <laughs> go anywhere you want to go. Sure. you want to go there. <laughs> What's the worst one? Flamethrowing. <laughs> Frozone and Nick Fury in a fight. Who's winning? Frozone. Nick Fury has no powers. He's just persuasive. <laughs> <laughs> Can you name one person that's cooler than you? One person? Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Irons. Wow. Okay. <laughs> For any reason? Yeah, because he's cooler than me. <laughs> and Never <it's>, flustered. <laughs> if there's one uh, question I like to ask everybody and tells a lot about a person, what is your go-to karaoke song? My go-to karaoke song yeah. is Let's Just Kiss and Say Goodbye. It's a good one. That's a good one. That's <laughs> <laughs> a pleasure, man. Right. There he is. Ugh. Just a cool motherfucker. Absolutely. And I loved his answer. I asked most of the rooms, name somebody that's cooler than Sam Jackson. <laughs> and he <laughs> said Jeremy Irons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I disagree. Yeah, me too. I disagree. All right. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. All right. And we'll see you next week.